Good evening, glory, hallelujah to you. What the heck's your story and what's going through you? This is the glorified version of a Bass Fishing Talk Show. And tonight, it's Stray Cast on the Road live from Seth Fighter's basement. Give it up for Seth Fighter, Bass Galaxy. Welcome, boys. Yes. Yes. Hey, we're uh, live from the Fighter Compound. It's a little different, a little different show tonight. And uh, it's your questions. Uh, for Seth Fighter, anything you want to ask? Anything. It, he says anything. I'll answer it. <laughs> He'll answer Probably it. Shouldn't, but I <laughs> He's gonna. All kinds of cool stuff uh, worked up tonight. Easton uh, Father Gill, yeah. college bracket champs, yeah. coming on tonight after the commercial break. Yeah, Easton Father Gill, give it up for him. Heck yes, heck yes. Um. Yeah, man, he's going to the Bassmaster Classics. Yeah. <laughs> Minnesota boy. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. He's coming on uh, tonight. And then we're going to get down to the nitty-gritty. We're going to talk to Seth a little bit. And then we have uh, um, questions from the uh, from the hat, from the Omnia hat uh, tonight from Seth's close friends. And you will not believe the questions in yeah. this hat. Oh, <laughs> you saw as they were coming in today when we were bassing, yeah. I would just lose it. And okay. that, that that's that's what's going on there. And then, of course, after that, you get to field anything you want. You're going to send them to Rock and Shoal Fantasy. He's on the chat board. Give it out for J.R. Ewan. He's our chat guy. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And you're going to send it in on the chat board. Uh, Rock and Shoal Fantasy will get some to me. Also, Andrew Ellenberger. Producing uh, live from Hobart, Indiana, home of Lake George, one of your favorite lakes ever. Yeah. Andrew Ellenberger, he's a ginger ninja. Yeah, he's producing. Uh, he's going to put them right on the screen too. I guess. Hey, bud. Questions. So, hey. uh, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll 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 see what happens there. So, um, hey, uh, oh, cool stuff. Of course, anytime Seth Fighter or kin to the Seth Fighter Bassin family is on the Stray Cast Show, you know. That uh, Pedro, oh. your papa, yeah, yeah he uh, he throws in a little something, something, and and I know you know what it is. What is it, Seth? Uh, I don't even know to be honest. I'm mean, assuming he's giving away a, a lucky pocket. Rock. He's giving away a lucky pocket rock to one of you, lucky people in the Bass Galaxy. Magic things happen to those that hold. The pocket oh, rock, yeah. Oh, and uh, all you got to do is like and share the uh, live Facebook feed, and uh, it's your chance. We're putting you in the randomizer, and at the end of the show, you get the chance to win a lucky, life-changing yeah. pocket rock from Pedro Fighter. So that's pretty cool. Thanks, Pedro. Yeah. We love you for that. You can't buy them. So. Is, is our studio audience on? I think so. It's a little lower. Hey, also, like there they are. You hear them? <laughs> anyway, hey, look at them all over there, Seth. You see them all in the basement? It's amazing. Hey, uh, also, of course, it's that kind of party, you know, when Seth Fighter's on. And we are giving away a leather like and share, and that is a 10-cup whiskey fun extravaganza box straight to your door. Yeah, compliments on this party and 10-cup whiskey. There it is. Yeah. So I guess the party's about to get started. If you know what I mean. Hey, so Seth, you and I share uh, some like uh, advertising partners or sponsors, you pro bassers call them. Yeah. And uh, and one of them, uh, of course, uh, this one, a, a new one for you this year was Impulse Lithium. Yeah. And I will say I personally witnessed you beat the snot 
out of those batteries, yeah. and they just kept going. They did. Just kept going. They're impressive. Spawning derbs all day. I got a lot of power in my boat. <laughs> <laughs> kind of a ridiculous setup. But. He's he's a little overpowered, but hey, I'm never gonna run out. <laughs> never. <laughs> so here's to you. Uh, cheers to Impulse Lithium uh, batteries. Uh, thanks to yeah, cheers yeah, and and Billy. all that to to Billy and Darlene. Billy. Yeah, Widler's over there. Thank you so much. Hey, um, you also this year uh, came aboard uh, the Power Pole team. So welcome, <laughs> welcome back to Power Pole there. Yes, you, man. Yeah. And you're running the Power Pole trolling motor. How's the move, dude? How's the tr- deal? Seriously. For real. So I got to tell you, man, it's like, it really does have a significant amount of power more than the old trolling motor. Uses. It's almost too much. Like you tap it and sometimes it's like, I'm almost going toosh out the, yeah, yeah. Out the other side yeah. of the boat, bro. It's almost too much. And the fact that it cuts through weeds like no other yeah, trolling no motor, which really helps in live scoping, cutting through those yeah, weeds. You know yeah. what I mean? It cuts the path so you can scope you easier. Them under the <laughs> yeah. But if you ever uh, don't have to scope, then you're, you're fishing a grass derby at the one that. No, for sure. I mean, and it cuts yeah. it cuts through anything I've witnessed. Oh, yeah. um, and, of course, uh, they keep us looking really good. That's uh, Sims Fishing. Oh, Thank yeah. you, Patterson and Peter. Yeah, Patterson. Yeah, for yeah. your tour my last few family photos have all been insane. And same with me. Weddings, bass mitzvahs, all that yeah. stuff. All in Sims. Uh, thank you so much. Um, and, of course, your uh, your company there, your tackle shop. Uh, I'm fishing. Yeah, yeah, your neighborhood tackle oh, yeah. shop. I'm the yeah. fishing fish by lake. Yeah. Uh, that's Seth Fighter's an employee there. You guys know that. I do work there. Yeah, he's an employee there. And uh, they tonight uh, are sponsoring the uh, questions in a hat um, from all your friends. Nice. So that should be uh, that should be pretty interesting. Hey, let's bring um, our buddy on. Okay. Uh, he's a gypsy all right. uh, who likes whiskey. Okay. And uh, every week here on Stray Cats, we do a, a little, uh, a little uh, tin cup whiskey word of the week. Ginger Ninja, Hobart, Indiana, produces... Bolt. What's going on? What's going hey on, man? Welcome to I'm Seth just... Fighter's basement. I've never been in the basement. I've been in the garage. Yeah, you hung out in the garage plenty. Yeah. You, mm-hmm. you know what I'm what are you double fisting? Yeah. I got yeah, I cool. always got iced tea, water, and then you know I always got a whiskey in my hand. So Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm out I'm out yeah. yeah. I'm out <laughs> in the boat getting ready for the regional. Uh nice. so yeah. What are you doing? Drywall work? What's that behind you? No, I don't do drywall work anymore. I used to work construction, but I'm too brittle for that in my old age. I got a bad neck. I can't do drywall work anymore. That's an awesome camera angle. You look like a giant. You do. Do I? That giant stein you have. Yeah. I mean, that was just like a big fish pick. Hold that stein up again, Foles. For those listening on the podcast, that's a mag. That's a mag stein. I got I got it leaning up against a thing of mercury oil that I'm about to put in the <laughs> in the, the reservoir hey, when we get it's done. It's cool here. to have you here tonight, bud. And uh, of course, yeah. for those that don't know, every Wednesday night on the Stray Cast Show, uh, Tin Cup Whiskey and Luke Foley bring us the Tin Cup Whiskey Word of the uh, of the week. And um, we got to tell you, uh, especially on a night like tonight, it's probably going to be flying. And yeah, if you drink. 
please drink responsibly. And of course, Mr. Foley is willing to call anybody off work tomorrow um, as any member of your family. He can disguise his voice in any way. Um, DM him uh, or just DM Straight Cast. We'll give you his personal number. You call up Luke Foley. He's calling you off work tomorrow. Okay, Bass Galaxy? I, I, I had a night. Yeah. Just prepare yourself. Yeah, yeah. Just, just to get, get going. He's done it for Seth many times. He's, All the time. Yeah, he's like. I, I have. He's I like, have. Oh, Chase I actually, Anderson. I, this I actually had to call oh, myself. Oh, yeah, he does call. Yeah, yeah. He's like, uh, Pistol Pete? Uh, yeah. This is uh, the president. Yeah. Yeah, Seth won't be coming in. But yeah, that's, that's it. That's cool. Right. He does that service for everybody. Yeah, that's really good. At that's Luke Fulton. I time. had to call myself off today. I went and saw the <laughs> Eagles last night and uh, woke up a little bit hungover. Hey, folks. So, um, yeah. So with all that being said, uh, what is the Tin Cup Whiskey Word of the Week? Question. Question? Question. Yeah, that's, oh. that's going to get crazy. So, oh, like, so if I say question. So, so if any, someone, I'm going to say question, and people are going to say, qu- it's gonna, like, question? Yeah. The answer's question. You're the asking seven questions. Yeah. Holy cheers to that one. Yeah. Thank Thank you. Internet Thank cheers you. now. Right yeah. there. Question yeah. solved. Absolutely. Wow. And, Pedro, I'm sending you some whiskey. Send me your address again and your shirt size. I'm sending you some whiskey. And hey, then. Uh, the internet on the chat board. Yeah, and then uh, don't do that. Yeah, yeah. Maybe just DM me, and then <laughs> Seth, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you a question because I'm curious. Is that cool? Can I start? Of off course, with the first go one? ahead, Foles. Ask him a question. Well, as you know, Indiana fishing isn't the best. That's why I got to raise money to stock because DNR doesn't help us. Thank but you anyways, for that, by the way. And ten oh, with my pleasure. That program. My pleasure. They don't bite jigs around here because they're not big enough most days. <laughs> uh, so I flip a lot of tubes, and Seth, I hear you do something with a ring that you tie on like a split ring to the hook, and I don't know if it's a better hook-land ratio or if it's better action or the tube, but can you tell me about that? Yeah, uh, I don't know the answer to that either, but uh, <laughs> I use them. I, it's in my head. I can't not use them. It's a VMC heavy-duty wide gap ringed. Uh, hook and a four rod. Has a it's not a split ring. It's a welded ring. It's all one piece. Yeah, I tie onto that, and um, I don't know if it gives it a little wiggle or what. Or... He can't. It's psychological. Yeah, the guy's like, messing yeah, about. Got the hook on anything else? I don't feel like I'll... you should have seen in Florida Pulse. He's like playing with forty different hooks. Oh, at yeah. the beginning of the year, we're all flipping this this uh, what was that that, that arrowhead stuff yeah. over there, and he went through forty different hooks. He's like. Hey, this ring works the best. And I try. I, I, I try to experiment, and I just it just keeps coming back as the winner. I don't know. That's the fighter yeah. hook. It's yeah. renamed the. Fight. But good, good question. For everything Foles. under like one ounce. Good question, yeah. folks. Yeah. Hey, and well, by the way, you. thank you for the like and share contest tonight. All the people got to do is like and share the live Facebook feed for their chance at a big box of tin cup goodness, a big old fun box, yeah. a tin cup goodness. Uh, and also, of course, Foles, the like and share contest uh, for a Pedro Rock. That's yes, going on I, tonight. Like but, and share. But my rock's already packed for the Ozarks. You bet your ass. Oh, you you know it. Hey, mm-hmm. uh, of uh, of out uh, that way. I almost uh, forgot to mention Straycast's newest sponsor, 
uh, and that is White River Custom Knives. Oh yeah. So yeah, so we got that cool knife uh, company uh, making the uh, the knives right there out of the custom shop. I mean, beautiful stuff, holes. If you haven't checked them out, WhiteRiverKnives.com. Um, you can skim it up at a trot line, and you can cut yourself a nice steak in the evening as well. Nice. So it's that kind of knife right yeah. there. WhiteRiverKnives.com. Check them out. Check them out. Let's put the power poles down and let's bring uh, uh, college bracket champ uh, Easton Fothergill when we return. He's going to the Bassmaster Classic. That sounds great. I, I wish I had that opportunity when I went to college 20. Hey, hey, go to college. Ago. It's never too late. Go yeah, back to school. No, there's no age limit, Paul. <laughs> yeah, keep going. It's just like <laughs> but I got no my degree. Limit. What You want me to be a doctorate? <laughs> You're already a doctor of love. All right, yeah, put the sure. power poles down, Bass Galaxy. Right. Don't go nowhere. An evening from Seth Fighter's basement with all your questions. Continue when we return. Bye, guys. See ya. Love you. There's a moment when you're faced with a challenge, and just solving the problem isn't good enough, even if that means breaking the rules and shredding apart conventional ways of thinking. All in the name of creating something truly remarkable. With this much control at its command, we didn't stop with just one. We created two incredible trolling motors. Introducing the new PowerPole Move brushless trolling motor. This is the mountain, and this is mountain whiskey. Unspoiled. Untamed. Forever wild. There's no safety net, no way down. Up here, it's just man and the mountain and his tin cup. Tin cup whiskey. Mountain whiskey. Want to know the difference between power bait and other soft plastics? Ask the fish. Berkeley scientists have... Thousands of flavors tested on thousands of fish. Natural. Man-made. Every bait that's ever hit the water. No matter the shape, size, or color, Power Bait is the only one that is scientifically proven. Fish bite and will not let go. Realize your boat's potential with outboard performance accessories that improve the handling, speed, and economy of your boat. Find your perfect accessory from Bob's Machine. Welcome back. This is the glorified version of a bass fishing talk show live from Seth Fighter's basement. What's up, Seth? What's happening? You know what time it is now, man? We're going to talk a little bit of college bassing. Nice. You know what I mean? Yeah. And overcoming obstacles in life and uh with that being said uh i think at this time let's bring in college bracket champ uh from university of montebello that is uh easton fathergill is easton in the house there he is hey, right what's there up, what's up on? how you doing good thanks for having me on dude it's our it's our pleasure to have you on congratulations yeah, congratulations thank you guys thank That's you badass. i appreciate for, it yeah again those that don't know, um, Easton has qualified for the Bass Master Classic. Ray Scott's dream. Yeah. Dude, 
That's a huge deal, Easton. How does that make you feel inside? It doesn't even feel real to me yet. Uh, I, I don't know. I honestly don't know when it'll set in, but it's definitely a dream come true for sure. Yeah, I mean, um, just um, I mean, Seth, you've experienced it, and and uh, j- just the the thrill alone. Have you ever attended a Bassmaster Classic? I've been to the last two, so I know I know kind of briefly what goes on there, but so I'm sure being a competitor that- is completely different. Exactly. And the energy that you feel from the crowd, imagine how it's going to be when you drive up in that boat, Easton. I can only imagine the chills I'll feel. It's going to be crazy. It's the coolest thing you can do in bass fishing. He's driving into that arena to go in, your music playing, everybody screaming. It's it's the coolest thing I've done in bass fishing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's it's the big time. And um, Seth Seth called me up. We we were planning on getting together here to do some bassing in in, in your home state, Minnesota, Easton. And uh, and he said, "Hey, man, that dude Easton Fothergill. Did you see that kid, man? He's from here. He just just qualified for the classic." Seth was all excited about you, Easton. Right. He goes, "He's a proper bassing man, Pat. Well, let's talk to him." <laughs> I'm like, "All right, bud. All right." And then and then I got to looking into your story a little bit, Easton, and you overcame some obstacles that many I, I don't know man you you overcame the obstacles and you went right at it back to the passion to the sport that you love do you want to share that story is that something we'll talk about here or? yeah sure so please yeah, share it sure. with the past galaxy yeah so like a, a bunch of people know by now it's it's uh so at Pickwick Lake, uh, Bassmaster National Championship for college, uh, just started having a headache during practice. And, you know, it was just some of the most terrible uh, pain I've ever felt. And kind of limped through practice and with ibuprofen and et cetera, migraine, and then ended up getting through the tournament somehow. And then got home the week after, got settled into school and just was not getting better at all. And then ended up going into the ER and they found a mass on my brain. It was an infected abscess, and then they transported me by ambulance to Birmingham, Alabama, where they immediately sent me into surgery and uh, had brain surgery and kind of recuperated there for the week after, and then ended up going home back to Minnesota for two weeks to heal up even more with my doctors at home, and somehow, some way, was able to make it to the bracket just, just in time, felt better, and uh, ran down to school, grabbed the boat, and then drove up to Kansas, so... It was definitely quite the term of events for sure. Wow. And, and just, I mean, so much going through your mind at, at that period. I mean, just the, the scariness of it all mm-hmm. and the, the unknowing. And then the fact that you fearlessly leaped back at, at what you love. Did you feel like a determination? Like this was something that you just needed to do? this competition yeah for sure sitting in the hospital bed and at home i was just like gosh i've you know i've come this far i, I can't miss it now you know I'd, i was gonna do definitely whatever it took to make it to that tournament you know that's that's the biggest tournament at my level right now at the college level so it was there's a lot of determination for it, sure how long was it between your surgery and uh the tournament uh three weeks wow unreal that's insane 
How yeah, do you yeah. feel now? Now I'm normal. Like this oh, the last, honestly, it was probably three or four days before the bracket when I was, you know, feeling up to it and normal. And ever since then, I'm still taking antibiotics right now. I'll probably have another week left of them, but right now I feel great. Okay. Okay. So like, let, let, let's, let's, let's drill this kid a little bit. You know, yeah. let's ask him some questions. Yeah. You told me he's a proper Bassin man. So we're, we're, we're well, let's ask him some questions. I mean, he's going to the Bassin master plastic yeah. for crying out loud. So who is your, your, um, your hero, your inspirer in professional bass fishing? Who do you look up to? One of the main guys is sitting right next to you. Minnesota boy. Guy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The fact and, that you guys even told me to come on the show is super crazy to me. The fact that even got, even know my name is just beyond well, me. It's crazy. You. Oh, we read your file, son. I was watching the bracket. <laughs> See if you can get it done. We're yeah, Seth, is, Seth is where I'm trying to get someday, so he's definitely one of my biggest idols. Oh, you'll be there. You'll be there. You got a good step now because right next year you get to do the, the full ride on the opens. Is that right? I've heard I get all nine, and I've also heard I only get one division. So I don't know if they're changing it this year, but I'm okay. I'm really hoping it's all nine. We're honestly. pulling for yeah. all nine. I'll put a phone call in. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate it. Hey, so what is it about about fighter that inspires you, Easton? Just showing all the Southern boys that a Minnesota boy can do it. You know, he won AOI being from Minnesota, and that's you know that's super cool to me. He's a Yankee. Uh, He's a dang Yankee. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, I As mean, yeah, I, I, honestly, I mean, um, Easton, one of many who your northern uh, exposure <laughs> has uh, breached over to the southern exposure. Yeah, we're coming. We're coming for them. <laughs> they can't all be from Alabama. <laughs> How uh, is college fishing cutthroat, man? Like, it, it seems that way. It is. Yeah. It's super competitive. It's out compared to any college sport, you know, that we're all trying to beat each other and it's super competitive for sure. Yeah. Have you ever seen anybody fight because of college bass fishing, like physically fight? Like, you know, cause I mean, football players, basketball players at colleges that goes down, you know, that goes, especially yeah. hockey players, yeah. you know what I mean? But like, have you ever seen like a brawl over college bass? And I've heard some stories, but I haven't got to see it with my eyes yet. I'd, I okay, kind of like to see it, it to be it honest. Exists. It does exist, you're telling me. Oh, yeah, it does, for sure. <laughs> you get good grades, bud? Uh, yeah, yeah. What's your GPA? Uh, 3.6, 3.7. Dang, that kid's smart AF. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fighter, what was your uh, GPA? Zero. <laughs> <laughs> he had a zero GPA, so you're taking his butt there. I got him in one category, I guess. Wait, you just didn't show up that year? I tried to go to – I did two classes at a junior college, and then I didn't finish them. And then, so I guess I got a zero. Yeah, I, don't know. I don't know how that works. So don't be inspired yeah. by by Seth Fighter's college career. Just his bassin, okay? Uh, yeah, he already knows. Yeah. He he already knows. Hey, what uh, what if you go ahead? Are you a junior this year? Is that right? I'm a senior this year. So oh, you are. So next year mm -hmm. you're going full in on the opens. That the plan? That's that's what I'm hoping. We'll, well see. I thought yeah. about coming for back for a fifth year, but if I get all nine opens, obviously that's not happening. I'm fishing the opens, so yeah. yeah. We'll see. And you got one on like your home lake, right? One of them, yeah. That's Leech. Pretty cool. Yeah, pretty nice northern schedule this year. 
Yeah, I like Couple it. Them pretty close, so mm-hmm. that'll be good for you. What what's your what's your strengths as a bass fisherman? Like, are you winder? You dragger, flipper? What what what's your deal? I'm a finesse guy at heart. Some finesse smallmouth oh. is kind of my deal. Finesse so. smallmouth. So you're no That's, you're no stranger to that spin pole. No, I all the southern guys at school in Alabama make me make fun of me for it. So they they call me a Yankee every time I I pull the spinning pole out. So definitely so, a big spinning pole guy. So I've been fishing with Seth the last couple of days, and he's been spin polling a lot. I mean, he a bit, yeah. yeah, he's been spin polling, and uh, and, and today he's just doing this cra- crazy uh, shaking stuff, just shaking the spin pole all the time. He's a real shaky guy. especially with the finesse are you a shaky guy too i would say i'm a shaky guy as well yeah yeah is that like a thing finesse you gotta you gotta be shaky like i don't remember aaron being all shaky like jerry what he was wasn't he he really was now that i think about it (laughs) yeah it's it's it goes with the finesse thing that shake is shake and bake Mm -hmm. right there excellent man hey so um when do you uh start studying for the bassmaster classic is what i'm I've already studied. I'm looking up fishing reports and YouTube videos. So it's it's already started. Okay. I, I like your style. Hey, um Easton you, you gonna make a trip out to Grand and scope it out before you get there? You been there before? I have not been there before and I, I'm hoping to. We'll see. We'll okay. see how the college schedule lines up and I would yeah. like to for sure. Yeah. Okay, anything else you want to throw in for Easton before we ramble on? Um I don't know. Oh, you, we're cutting them off now. Well, I mean, I think we're gonna we're gonna. <laughs> we, we were just having we're having them in here well, to say hello. Like, what all did you fish growing up? Like, as far as like Minnesota tournaments and stuff. And See, there you go. Stuff like that. Uh, I used to do just local, you know, like small trails around Grand Rapids. Now I'm doing the Minnesota Team Trail Bass Nation. Okay. And then. Honestly, the college series takes up a lot of my summer as well. Uh, we do the Search and Bay Open. I've seen you there a couple times. Oh, nice. Was probably before you knew my name, but that's that's, that's kind of the gist of what my summer looks like. Pokagama, pretty much your home lake then? Yep. I live on Pokagama right. in the summer. I have a cabin on Pokagama, so. Nice. Yep. Nice. Did, uh, do you know what the tournament uh, that uh, Fighter won? All He's got a million plaques in the other room what do you know the name of the circuit that he just used to smash on silverado that one talking about the dannys yeah uh, the dannys talking about the dannys the dannys yeah i know what dannys are i've never All done one but yeah. i know what they are yeah he's got in the in in my room over here dude he got a pile what's choder's room too yeah. but yeah but he he's got dude just piles boxes piles of bass and trophies piles of He's that guy in that area. He's that guy. Mm-hmm. He's that guy. <laughs> For a little bit, not anymore. Is uh, do you got you got sneaky lakes by you that you fish that you don't tell anybody about? Oh yeah, lots of. It them. seems like those exist here. That's that's what Minnesota is. Yeah, you got the I mean, you got the Tonkas and the Pacagamas, but there's a there's even better out there that a lot of people don't know about. So. It's so crazy to me from being around Chicago, basically the armpit of fishing in the nation, yeah. that like there's Ohio's worse. Ohio is worse. You're you're right. But there's just so in this Minnesota land of a thousand lakes, right? Ten thousand. Jeez, yeah. I cut it short for crying out loud. <laughs> I mean, but there's so many sneak holes here. 
Mm-hmm. It's like when it, it just, just they they grow sneak holes in the state Absolutely. of Minnesota. Is there another state that's like that? Michigan and Wisconsin. Michigan's got those two still. And Wisconsin, yeah, okay. they got enough lakes where you can't really fish them all. Mm-hmm. That's where you got little places that don't get beat to death. Just in the bath get really smart. They just get real smart when they get beat. They do. <laughs> That's all I can say. Yeah, they do. <laughs> They're dumb there still. Hey, uh, Easton, man. Um, we'll uh, we'll see you at the uh, at the Bassmaster Classic, bud. Perfect. We'll go hang Sounds out. With them for yeah. What do you I'll think? Be there. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. 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 Let's, Let's do it. We'll be. Uh, we'll, we'll make up like we'll have big uh, those big faces. You yeah. know those Easton faces, and we'll <laughs> carry them around. Oh, yeah. oh boy. <laughs> oh, hey, boy. you gotta get some good seats though. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we want in on I your family. We're in charge picking your seats. We want a good spot. Okay. Let's call the girls at Bass and make just tell them he said it's okay, and we'll get in okay. on his family. Uh, we'll How's draw that? two extra in. Yeah. We'll okay, get your Sounds good. Seats there. Yeah, <laughs> I'll make it happen. Hey, congrats, congratulations, Easton, and um, keep kicking ass, man. You're doing it the right way. Yeah, appreciate yeah, it. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, thanks. For, you're practicing for a tournament, right? Yeah, I'm at Dardanelle right now. Just got okay. off the water about an hour ago. So, event? yeah, okay. college event. Nice. Yeah. Well, what's left? Oh, I want. What do you have left for college? I mean, you already did the bracket deals. It's just a different circuit or something. Yeah, it's a different circuit. So okay. And since I'm a senior this year, I'll be able to fish the Bassmaster stuff again this summer. So nice. I, that depends on the opens too, as well. But we'll see. Lots of fishing Who's to be had. Oh yeah, kids are derby. Yeah. Hey, how many how many derbs you think you fished uh, so far in 23? A lot. Well, give me know. a give, give, guess. Just guess. I mean, and I have five weekends in a row right now. I have three more after this. So, I mean, that's, I, I don't know. It's that's a lot. 20-something? 20-something. Certain to sound like John Cox. Yeah, yeah. He, John Cox don't even know. It honestly you know probably saying, is 20-something. Yeah. <laughs> it's constant. He's on dark now. Yeah. He's, he, he thinks he's on dark He now. thinks he is. He yeah. might. Seth's saying that because I was fishing with John Cox one time, and what was that? Pickwick. Pickwick. I was running down Pickwick. John's like, come on, I got a spot. We're going to go down here. We run for like an hour, dude, like all the way into Alabama, man, from by the dam. And then and then he's like, oh, sorry, Pat. I thought we were on Kentucky Lake. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? <laughs> That's that? wild. <laughs> Yeah, it all blurs together. Easton, best of luck to you. We're so happy that you're healthy, and we're so happy that you qualified for the Bass Master Classic. Keep up the good work. Bass Galaxy, keep it up for Bass Classic qualifier, Easton Fathergill. Hey, we're going to have you on again sometime, okay? Sounds good. We want to keep progress on you. Yeah. Hope so. Open show next year. That's yeah. right. Exactly. The Choder, Choder, and Jamie can have them on the yeah. uh, on the open show. Absolutely. Let's do there it. There it is. Hey, um, Gingy, let's take a little break. You need to take a, a little breaky breaky, yeah. don't you? You know what yeah. I mean? Let's put the power yeah. poles down. And uh, when we come back, we're getting to it. Bass Galaxy, get your questions ready. And Easton, hey, before we go, you got you want to ask him something before we get out of here? It's only fair. Hmm. I wasn't prepared for this. Well, I know, but that's straight cast. We put you on the spot. 
Do you want to just text it to him? He's a lot smarter than me right now. So. Okay. Yeah, he already knows can... way more than you. I can tell by looking at him. No, that's a lie. <laughs> I got some questions for him. I'll ask later. I need okay. I need advice from Seth for the mustache. Why didn't you do it during game? the segment? Well, I don't want anybody else knowing the answer. Oh, I see. <laughs> I see what you're saying. Okay, so I gave Seth your number. He's gonna text you. All right. Sounds good. <laughs> Ethan, thanks. Bass Galaxy, Thank you guys. power poles down. Start loading the questions in for Seth Fighter. We'll be back after these messages. <laughs> Welcome back. This is the glorified version of a Bass and Talk show from Seth Fighter's basement. And uh, it's uh, it's time to do a little one-on-one here. You know, a little mano-a-mano. And, and um, I, uh, you and I talk about bassing in life quite often. And I think, in my opinion, um, as a bud of yours and also a fan of the sport, I see you in a transitioning period of your career. Do, do you feel that's a safe thing for me to say? I guess so. I feel like I'm transitioning into worst bass fisherman (laughs) (laughs) that that is not true you are an amazing bass fisherman why why would you think that you're i mean you why do you think you that you're transitioning into a worst bass what would make you say something like that had a rough year had a rough year and that would certainly make anyone feel that way slightly but do you, you've had such a stellar career prior or in the past few years. Yeah. Um, but I think the fact that you're such an overachiever in your sport that it might hurt you a little more. Yeah, maybe. I mean, you know, it's a lot more. You, you, I mean, your AOY year was a record breaking year as just far as how you dominated it. And it hasn't, it hasn't happened like that too often in the sport of bass fishing. Um, you set the bar really high for yourself. Yeah, I think that's good, though. Of course it is. But, can, but I mean, they, they listen to this. Now, I, I, I've heard this said that successful people only feel successful about 2% of the time. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and then the other 98% of the time, they're trying to figure shit out. Yeah. Is that a good assessment Fair of enough. you? Yeah. Fair enough. Okay. All right. And I, you're always trying to figure shit out. Oh, yeah. You really are. Try to. It don't matter what it is. You're trying to figure it out. Now, have you figured yourself out? Probably not. No, I mean, I so of, I don't know if I might have gave up on that. <laughs> yeah, there's different, there's different levels of it, right? Yeah. Isn't there different levels of that? So when when I say that someone's self aware, what does that mean to you? What does that mean if someone is self aware? They're aware of self. <laughs> How, what does it mean in bass fishing if they're self aware? Maybe, uh, I don't know what you're Into. doing wrong and doing right. Okay. I don't know. So, I remember when we were fishing. Where's Father Gill at? Yeah. <laughs> right answer that. Father Gill knows the answers, he don't does. you, Easton? So, remember 
being self-aware, same thing as being in tune, right? Like, I mean, you're kind of in tune with yourself. And if, and if you're in tune with yourself, you can be in tune with Basson, yeah. right? So let me give you an example. Yesterday, we were out dragging a jig on some outside stuff. Yeah. And uh, some people may have saw it on the uh, on the Stray Cast uh, uh, Instagram and Seth's Instagram. And um, you caught a six and a half pounder on a jig. And what you said to me that made me realize that you were tuned in and aware of the situation is you were calling bites when you got to certain types of rocks. You'd say, oh, that's the rocks I'm looking for because you're, fe- you're feeling along. Yeah. We didn't have the periscope out there. We were just doing some old, old-fashioned old bathing. Old-fashioned bathing, old yeah. fashioned bathing, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just dragging some jigs on some outside rocks. Yeah. And uh, every time you would get to that certain type of rock, you would say, I'm going to get bit, Pat. I'm going to get bit. And, and damn, you caught a six and a half pounds. Now, don't you wish you could get to that point all the time in Bassin where you're that dialed in? Like, imagine if you were that tuned in. 24 7. Yeah, what a perfect world that It'd would be. be. Like, that's We should ask Greg Hackney what that feels like. Yeah, you should definitely ask him. Or our bud Ricky Klon, right? Yeah. I mean, because Klon, that I believe, and thank you for bringing that up about Hackney and those type anglers, because I think that's the place Klon might have been talking about. Yeah. You know, he lived there. Yeah, this was a few hours. I know, but I, that's why. I'm like, he did that 20 years in a row. But could you imagine living there? Not too bad. Dude, like you're so in tune that you actually know when you're gonna get bit. Now, I'm nowhere, I, I I'm 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 a decent angler, and sometimes I get bit. I think all like today I was telling you when I was gonna get I'm like, oh there's that's go through boom, 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 they're gonna yeah. smash the, the chiquisi chicken and boom. All right. Um it's, I think that any angler can get there. And Clun knows how to tap it. He can turn it on and off. He can. Oh. He knows that. He told me he can. Okay. Clun can do, do that. that. I don't know how to do that. He don't do it no more, though. Yeah. He knows how to do it, and he won't tell me how to do it because he says it's going to freak me out, and it's going to freak too many people out. Really? Yep. I can see that. Yeah. I don't. <laughs> so Does it involve ayahuasca. I don't know the answer yeah. to that because he won't tell me. Yeah. But <laughs> here's the thing. Imagine Bass Galaxy of being in a place and so in tune with yourself and with the fish that you actually know when you're going to get a bite. You were there yesterday. Yeah. He were there and and it was a brief time, but it was an extended period of time. Most like, okay, if I experience it, it's like this. You were kind of here gone. Clun was here. So there is that way to overcome that. Now, as far as being in tune with yourself, I want to go back okay. a couple years here. I'm gonna talk about 2019. I'm gonna talk about 2021, okay. 22, and 23. What happened in 20? Oh, did I even say 20? 2019? I skipped 20? You did. Oh, well, I didn't want to talk about that. Either. Okay. No, I, mean, <laughs> I don't even know the difference between any of them. <laughs> well, your AOI. Your AO, your AO, I, I remember that. Yeah. It was 21. Yeah. Okay. So 
let me ask you if you're like feeling in tuned or self-aware was 21 more so of a year than those other years or even 1920, 2020. I don't know. Uh, Like, I mean, did you feel feel differently your AOI year when you were just in there kicking ass all the time? Yeah, for sure. I can't really describe it other than it makes it a lot easier when absolutely nothing goes wrong too. Like, I couldn't do anything wrong. In 23, you had some obstacles here this year. Well, yeah, not nothing crazy, but yeah, I just couldn't catch a break. It's, I mean, but were you fishing horrible or was it just bad breaks? Uh, I felt like I was fishing pretty good until we went up north, but uh, yeah, it was just some lost fish. I mean, everybody loses fish, but like, those I lost some that hurt a lot this year, and uh, you know, twenty twenty one, I couldn't have lost them if I tried. Just everything stayed. Bad. Yeah, everything was perfect. So, when you're feeling good, your fishing's better. Yeah, does that stand true? For I think so. I don't know. I would say for everybody. Like you get a guy like Matt Robertson. He says when it's chaos, yeah, exactly. He fishes. Yeah. But when Seth fighters smooth, you're fishing better. I think so. Yeah. And think, okay. Yeah. I got you. Teaches on. What about what about a guy like Corey Johnston? Where's he fish better? Smooth or with erratic? He handles things? chaos pretty well. Corey does. He does. Like detrimental shit can happen. And he still seems to handle it well. What about he Gussie? He doesn't like quit. You know what I mean? How's Gussie handle that? This doesn't seem like he has a lot of problems. <laughs> he he's always in your 2021 yeah. mode, huh? Yeah, <laughs> just Bassmaster Classic champ. You know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> oh, he's like losing trolling motors out the front of his boat, still catching them. I'm so like Gussie has those problems. <laughs> Gussie was so cool up on the stage when he won, wasn't he? Oh, yeah. yeah, just like he was just he was just really cool. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Gus. Hey, um. I mean, we got to talk about it, bud. Yeah. I mean, 24 is going to be a new year for bass fishing. Not only for you, uh, as far as your psyche, but all of the Elite Series. I mean, it's a, it's, this is the dawning of the periscope, bud. This, this is the time of the forward facing sonar. And I'm, I'm going to be honest with you, Bass Galaxy. I'm just about sick about it. I'm sick about talking about it. I just, I just like bass fishing. That's what I do. I like bass fishing. Uh, and I'm, I'm tired of all the, the negativity and the, all the sparks and bullshit coming from it all. And, and as you say, catching fish fixes everything. So if they got to periscope them to catch them, you got to periscope them to catch them. Yeah. All right. What I have seen in my friends that are professional anglers that weren't really periscopers they're becoming periscopers. For example, you. Try yeah. You are embracing it because yeah. you have to. Yeah. Is it a choice that you'd rather not do if you didn't have to? Uh, I don't know yet. Uh, it, well, I was missing it today. You know what I mean? It's one of the things, like, if you never had it, then you don't. It doesn't bother you to have it. And we like went offshore fishing today and 
and I'll pull up and make like three casts, and I'm just ready to leave because I can't see anything. Uh, I was catching them without it. Yeah. Because I wasn't thinking about yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, we caught them. We would have caught a lot more. Yeah. You would have caught a lot more. Well, I could have told you where to cast. We both would have caught a lot more, but it was still fun. Um, yeah. So I don't, I don't even know where I'm at on it. I know I got to get a lot better at it. Um, but I missed it today. Yeah. I mean, but at the same time, my favorite way to fish is just turn everything off and. Just go, go fish grass, so stuff like that, docks and whatnot. You, you and I've been calling it regular bassing, and yeah, uh, and periscope. Yeah. So there's just two types. There there's, is. there's regular bassing, and there's periscope bassing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, will the good it... news for me is it doesn't take very long to get good at scoping. You know what I mean? Okay. Well, just like old school bass fishing takes like. 20 years to get good at fishing. Good point. Yeah. Kids I know that didn't fish two years ago and are good scopers. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, so the learning curve. That's has... good for me, you know, because I, I need to catch up. Okay. What are you doing to make yourself a better scoper besides on the water? Just forcing myself to scope. On the water? Yeah. Are you reading about it a lot? Are you watching shit on it? No, but I got a couple scoping buddies I talk to. Okay couple kids yeah you, you you told me today you're doing what the cool kids are doing yeah as, yeah. as far as scoping yeah, yeah. <laughs> is that keeping got, up with the joneses yeah i got some new baits and stuff yeah but uh, we're not gonna talk about i it. know we're not gonna talk about the baits, yeah. but you told me that you're it's a different style you're fishing. doing what the cool kids are doing. yeah, yeah. Buddies, like and that means the guys that are the scoping experts yeah. is what you're referring to one of my buddies alec morrison he Little New York kid from Champlain. Alex, oh, he was on the straight cash show. Yeah, yeah on the grassroots show. Yeah. Alex, he's champion a, scoper. He's a scoper, bud. He's a scoper. So is Garrett. Yeah, I'd put him up there with Cody Huff and Coyo. Yeah. I mean, they're scoper scopers. So. Yeah, that Brucey, pretty dang good yeah. scoper, too. And by the way, while I'm well, yeah, everyone in the opens, you have to be scopeaholics. Like, for sure. I don't know about everybody in the top 10. I don't know them all, but I'd say at least six of them are whole straight lot, up scopers. A whole lot of scoping going on. By the way, good luck to uh, to everybody yeah. at the Joder, Opens tomorrow. Brucey. Yeah. The, uh, uh, and uh, there's there's a bunch of horses in the race we got. Oh, yeah. Oh, you know, you, you know yeah. even Hackney's there. Yeah. Is he? Yeah. He signed it. He's fishing the open. I guess that's what he texted me. I thought about it. I'm yeah. not gonna lie. I almost did it. Too. Yeah. Oh, you almost went down there. Yeah. Just to keep fresh. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm more into fishing now than I have been. I noticed that. In like probably a couple of years. Yeah. I mean, you're really a bass fisherman again, yeah. aren't you? Like I've only been duck hunting twice this year. Yeah. You got me up at like three thirty yeah. in the morning yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> Long drive. Before you'd been sleeping in a little. Yeah. Oh, that's back when fishing in Minnesota was easy. <laughs> now you got to fight whenever you're there. Now, now you got to work for it, right? <laughs> just pull up to a milfoil patch at noon to catch all you want. Hey, um, oh, by the way, I got to say thank you to, to Dayton for setting this whole If, like, oh, you yeah. can see this basement set up, we got a whole monitor and yeah. a you know, like camera and all kinds of stuff. And uh, yeah, is she real? That uh, Dayton Fighter Engineering Firm is now available yeah. for the Bass Galaxy. Thank you, Dayton. So with, I got, so I got to talk to you. I mean, I okay. bring that in and, and there's Dayton, obviously 
Dayton is uh, the, the huge part of the future of Seth Fighter and the whole fighter compound that you yeah. have here, your beautiful daughters. And, yeah. um, and I ask you this, as far as the future of Seth Fighter, in, in, in two ways. What is your fondest dream for Seth Fighter, the family man? And then what is your fondest dream for Seth Fighter, the Bassin man? Like your your biggest dream or your are, are They're your, both the same. Okay, go ahead. Uh, I'd like to acquire enough money that I can move out of the city and have a nice little know, hobby farm, I guess you'd call it. Okay. Somewhere the girls can run around and have some critters and grow some stuff in the garden and yeah. Okay. I like a it. nice little a little compound. Yeah. Just away from things. You can let them run wild and oh, oh. watch them like a hawk. Yeah. Uh, you can shoot a gun out the back door if you want to. And take piss on the front on um, the back door. Too. Yeah, yeah. I mean wh- whatever you want to do. Well, that's so, my dream. I, I like it. And I can't hopefully merge together. Yeah. So in that in that home, um, tell me about some trophies. What are those trophies on the man? Future stuff. Remember Future Stewie. Remember Future Stewie in Family Guy. Like what? Like what? Like so? How do you see Future Seth? In in. in... Oh, I mean, there'd have to be a Bassmaster Classic trophy up there. Okay. Maybe another AOI. Oh. Yeah. You ever see yourself as a Hall of Famer? Uh, not yet. If I caught him good for another ten years, I'd say yeah. Okay. See yourself around bass fishing in 10 years? I hope so. Okay. I'll tell you one thing. I bet you, in, I was doing the math and thinking, I bet you in like, oh, it sounds crazy, but in like five years, I think I might be the oldest guy in the Elite Series. Wait, what? Yeah. In five years, you, so you did math in your head, and yeah. you went and actually figured this out. Yeah, that yeah not exactly. Kind of, sort I mean, I might not be the oldest guy, but I'll be at the, I'll be a, an elder statesman. Wow. Well, look at it. Dude. He's in veteran. Okay. All right. Already half our field's pretty young. Yeah. Y'all, y'all, okay. y'all. Every, five, every year, we're, like this year, we're getting 10, 25-year-old scopers. Next year, we're going to get 10, 25-year-old scopers. Next year, we're going to get – when you do that for – and these kids are coming in, like, these kids ain't going to fail. Like, it's not like in the old days in the opens, like – you know, when you get a group of 10, three or four of them are going to make it, they ain't going to be around, you know what I mean? Like, these kids coming through the Opens now, like, those 10 are going to be there. Maybe one might not make it, but they're going to be there. And in five years, that's 50 of them. <laughs> Plus, we already got 30 of them, 40 of them. I see. what Now it makes sense. On a 100-boat field. Like, now it makes sense. I mean. Old, so they're gonna be it's like crazy how like dude your fishing prime went from forty five, which I'm not to yet. I got seven more years before I get there. <laughs> to now, okay, so I worked my way up. To You've like, been thinking, I'm Bob. almost in my prime, and now two years ago your prime went from forty five to twenty five, and I just I I never I'm gone. I just got lost in the middle. <laughs> I don't know what happened. I was on my way to it, and then it just leapfrogged back past and me. Somehow, now, now I'm just old. So, yeah. <laughs> and you're going to have all kinds of guys coming up to you in the parking lot and stuff. Like, we've been watching you 
for 15 years now. Yeah. 20 years. Yeah. Like he clung and stuff, dude. That's nuts. That's, that's what I, I see it. I've seen it. It's the future. So you missed that 25 to 45 swing. Yeah. I did. <laughs> and um, will anybody ever do anything with this periscope, dude? Like, will, with the, will, the, will there eventually be rules made against it, in your opinion? I don't think so. And nor, nor do I. I don't think that's good for the sport to... Asterisk it. Yeah. Bad stuff. I think it just needs to keep progressing. The technology will keep getting better, better. The fish will get harder to catch. The guys that figure out how to catch them will succeed. So why now? Well, obviously it's the best technology that has ever existed for finding fish. Um, but why was there never why was technology why did it always seem to be embraced until now? I mean, let's. You don't remember because but, of what it's like. I said that guy's been fishing for two. Like, imagine your second year ever bass fishing. What were you doing? You were just going down the bank throwing spinnerbait. One hundred percent beating the bank. Same. Yeah, going down the bank throwing spinnerbait. Yes, that's what you did your second year in bass fishing. Yes, sir. And now these, you know what I mean? They're all fifty pound bags. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so for that reason, yeah, the learning curve disappeared. Yeah. Okay. But I mean, it was kind of the same way with the Alabama rig. You know, it didn't. At the time when it first came out, there wasn't. I mean, I don't even want that doesn't even add up right, really. There's already an arc to scoping, but like when the area came out, you could just like throw it out in the middle of the lake and reel it straight back and you just catch big ones. Okay. And then, you know, you're <laughs> a couple of years or two into it, then it was like, oh, you had to be good at fishing an A rig. Right. Like right. a crankbait or like a spinner bait. Sure. You know I mean, so that, I mean, that's, and I would say scope's already there, so that doesn't really add up, but. Um, I don't know. It just seems like you can, you can get really good at bass fishing with a scope where, like I said, in two years, you can be pretty good. Okay. And I, and I don't think any other thing coming along has so done that. So side imaging 360 paper graphs back in the day, flashers, none of that enhanced the learning learning curve where an air could become a better bass fisherman. Yeah, it, yeah, you weren't seeing it real time. You weren't like, oh, I moved my bait like this, and he turned away. I moved my bait like this, and he ate it. Like, you're just like, oh, there's some rocks over there. Fish live on rocks. Throw over there. Might gotcha. catch some, might not. You still had to know how to catch them. What's the next step in technology as far as fish finders? I don't know. Like, could there actually be, like, under, like, you know, I mean, there's how Gothic's using the aqua view and stuff on. Like, there's, there's still some stuff that. There's still some places they can hide from a scope, whether it's in heavy vegetation or in the bottom. Maybe something in the future will come that'll show those fish to us. Interesting. And then I think the range is going to get a lot better. Like infrared predator. Like yeah, like predator. I, think, I think eventually you'll be able to see them glued on the bottom, or you might be able to see them in a mat. Yikes. I mean, I don't even know. Could you imagine Matt blasting with a scope? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'm just saying that maybe they could do something with a color balance or a density thing where you could see stuff in heavy cover tight to the bottom. Um, and that, But I think the range is going to get insane. It's going to – I think they'll get to the point where you can't throw far enough. Oh, so because they'll keep moving away from the, the deal. Well, I think the thing will get so good that you'll be able to see them further than you can throw. Oh, I see. Okay. I mean, especially fish high up, there's already people 
doing that right now as we speak, you know. Fish high up. Like suspended fish. Oh, okay. Closer to the top of the column. Well, this is not up off the bottom. Gotcha. You know, fish are more than three feet off the bottom. I mean, there's already technology to see those fish hundreds of feet away. Yucks. <laughs> I mean, you still got to catch them. You still got to catch them. There's no doubt about that. But I think you can learn really quick watching fish react to your bait. So, could you... Is it too? Is it a psychological factor where if you let's say that you went to a tournament and it was your all your electronics gave out, are, are you mentally done? Are you just done? Like it's gonna be a speed. It depends on where we're at. I mean, it's gonna be a speed bump, but I mean, I know what I would do if it happened. You know what? I know what I would do if it happened. What would you do? Borrow a boat with electronics. I mean, that's a good option. But, <laughs> like, if it happened, like, during the day and you couldn't do anything about it, I would just go straight to the bank and do what I've always done. Let's go. Will it be a time where there's, like, two different breeds of bassers? Like, will there be, like, you know how there's, like, Jedis? And, will there be, like, Scopers and, 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 and Jedis? I mean, I think there already is, but I think anybody that's, I don't, I don't know if I can say that anymore. I would say I think anybody that's going to be really good would have to be able to do both, but I I see people that are really, really good that just scope. You know what I mean? Sit. Like, yeah. Scalpers. Like, I'll bet money right now. Koyo wins Angler of the Year next year. You're betting money right now? Yeah. The Koyo wins Angler of the Year. scope every year. derby. The only bad tournament we had last year was with, at the Sabine River, when them were like that deep, and you couldn't scope them. Yeah, it's true. He was like right. hands down the best scoper. On what did he do that derp? Like, do you remember what what, what happened that derp? What was Koya doing? I don't. I have no idea. He just he had a bad. It was like one of his only tournaments where he wasn't in the top ten. <laughs> <laughs> so Koya's your schedule is set up for him to. It's a scoper still. Yeah, he'll go. He'll go wild on him. What um, what do you think? Bass, the organization feels. Do, do you think that they feel, for a lack of a better term, weird about the whole periscoping thing? Like, are put in a in a place where it might make periscoping could make them feel uncomfortable in any way? I don't know. Yeah, because well, for example, let me just let me let me say it this way. That might not have made sense. Um. Other leagues were having talks of banning scoping. Um, And so if one league banned a scoping, would that make that league any better than another league? I don't think so. No. Gotcha. Yeah. And I think with, if you don't embrace the technology, no matter what it is, that we might just be watching black and white TVs for real. <laughs> I'm all I'm all for it. Seth, are you all for 2024? Are you ready to kick ass in 2024? Are you a scoper, bud? 
Are you ready to smash it? Uh, you know, well, speaking of smash, um, we have a little segment here tonight. And uh, it's called uh, Questions from the Omnia Hat. Now, some of your closest friends right. have sent me in uh, questions here from this uh, Omnia Hat. And you see I crumpled up the papers mm-hmm. here. And uh, I'm going to put this uh, this deal right here. Omniafishing.com, yep. by the way. Shop by Lake. Uh, Seth Fighter is an employee there. Yep. You help him every Check time. Yeah. Every time you shop there. Thanks, boys. And uh, I'm going to read some some questions. I hope you're ready for this, Pascal. Team. By the way, keep loading the questions. I'm getting them here. We got bunches of them. Your questions are coming up. Look at that. Popping in. All right. Here's the first one. This one um, is from... He's a great snow panther, and his name is Jerry Goosterson. Jerry Goosterson. Gustavson? Gustavson? Jerry Go- great son, snow panther? Son of Gustav? Son of Gustav. That's yeah. It could be him. Um, he has three questions for you. Really? Yeah, he's got okay. three. Yeah. Okay. Like so the, um, the uh, let's see. Have you ever harvested a mature ruffed grouse? <laughs> you have harvested a mature rough grouse. Yeah, but, yeah. What does that even mean? Shot a grouse. <laughs> Why does he want to know that? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I guess maybe maybe he knows more than I do. I mean, I, I understand like young ones versus adults, but I don't know about the maturity level. You may there's a way to tell. Maybe it's something in the feathers. I don't know. I just shoot them and eat them. If your daughters were to marry into one family or had two cha- families to choose from to marry into, one was the Tim Horton family, the other was the Boyd Duckett family. Which family would you choose from? Uh, I don't. Oh, does he mean? Yeah, like so they, they're the bass fishing Tim Horton or the Canadian coffee stuff? I'm going to have to assume the bass. The Canadian coffee. Well, oh, the Canadian coffee store Tim, Tim Horton or Boyd Duckett, the fisherman. Yeah. Okay. So, would you rather your daughters? You, of course, want them into the Canadian franchise. I would. That's a obvious, easy choice. Yeah. I don't uh, think that's what he meant. If, if, <laughs> yeah, I don't think it is either. Was <laughs> Timmy Hortons or our boy uh, Duckett's boy family. They would now be your kin. I don't like either one, but I guess it'd have to be Timmy Horton. Yeah, just because Tim's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Tim's fine. Yeah, he's fine. <laughs> He's fine. Uh, yeah, but he's fine. He's would you um? Would you rather smallmouth fish against koya or takumi? One on one tournament, like okay. One on one tournament. Hate to say it, but I guess I'd rather smallmouth fish against takumi. He's a king, too. And that's just because of, of uh, Fujita's. Uh... Koi was on. He's on an awful level, dude. Like, I don't think anyone realizes how good he is at scoping. <laughs> like all my, like my buddies, like Pete and stuff. Like, oh, don't you want to get the the turn thing where you can be on spot lock and still see your live scope? Like, and I'm trying to like get as good as Koyo, which will probably never happen. But it's like all these things. Like, I'm like, he already has them in the boat, dude. Before you get the spot lock, he's already reeling that thing in, dude. I got the fish for buying a little bit of Champlain, and he literally either had his trolling motor on a hundred or he was reeling in a smallmouth. 
That's all he does. Everybody's like, oh, this, that, that, that. Like, no, he already caught it. Like, so Gussie goes right to it and he catches it. Gussie told me that you caught four and he caught 30 in front of me. Yeah. That's real. Oh, 100%. Wow. 100%. He's that good. Yeah. That's scoping. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. Yeah. And like he, I think when he was on 100, he was like driving by a little one. (laughs) And I was just running everything I saw. (laughs) I'm not going to lie. I don't know no better. Oh, this this is a good one. Let's and, and thank okay. you very much. Um, yeah, good question. Yeah, v- very good. Three of them. Yeah. Three of them. This is from Dark Mona. He's from yeah. Michigan. Yeah. Yeah. This guy's from Michigan. Uh, with having so many females in one house. Uh, we got another one. It, too. It's a four to one ratio. It's more than that. <laughs> oh yeah, with the do- so with the pups too. Now it, it's six to one. one. You're, yeah. yeah, you're you're done. Uh, so. So uh, Dark Mona says, with having so many females in one household, please close your eyes. Close your eyes. Good. And what is your vision of that home in 13 years from now? Oh, my God. (laughs) Uh, The vision of the fighter household in 13 years. One of the girls is locked in a room. I don't know. What probably watching like YouTube or something, and the other two are screaming at the top of their lungs, fighting over some dress, and everyone's just yelling, and the dogs are barking, and I, it's not, I gotta go fishing. <laughs> you go, I gotta go fishing. Yeah. There you go, Dark Mona. That is the fighter household. Well, and that yelling's all real high. Like everything's real high pitch in there, you know. Super squeaky. <laughs> okay. All right. This is this is a um this is from Lyle Mildreth. Okay. <laughs> Oh boy. I'm afraid of this one. He says here, he's seen you miss just about every species during a hunt. Okay. Is that accurate? I mean, I've, de- I've definitely missed dogs. Okay. okay. I've definitely missed geese. I've missed a turkey with them. Okay. Um, yeah. He says he does know that you're a better shooter. Than Maddie Missum Robertson. But here's the but. Ready? Who would miss more after six white Russians and two strips of raw sharp tail? You or Maddie? <laughs> two strips of, of raw sharp tail and okay. six white Russians. Who's who's more of a misser? You or Maddie? I'm trying to factor in the oh PS. Um, Lyle says he loves blade baits. Okay. <laughs> trying to factor in the, the sharp tail into the equation. What exactly is sharp tail? Like it's, it's a grouse. Oh, they call them a grouse. And you eat them raw? It happened. Um, <laughs> they're recommended to be cooked. It happened? Yeah. Did, did like you I bite can... the head off like Ozzy? Okay. Did a bat? See where I'm going with this? Like, I think on the white Russians, I would be ahead because Maddie always does too much and he would like order doubles the whole time. Okay. So he's like shit face drunk. 
But <laughs> I think after we eat the raw sharp tail, like he's really good at like just making himself th- throw up outside of a car and then just like keep moving. It's usually never has anything to do with liquor. So like something he eats. <laughs> so I think that's a talent. Yeah. And I think I would let, I'd be sitting on it rotten, you know, I'd just be curled up in bed with like bad stomach. So I think Matt would win after that. Matt would win after like, the I six white Russians. The liquor, I'd beat him. But when you add the sharp tail, I think he'd make himself throw up and then he wouldn't be as drunk and wouldn't feel just so go blasting. Yeah, I think he'd beat me. So Matt would win. There you go, uh, Lyle Mildred. Yeah. Uh, on him is the better shot. I think so. Okay. <laughs> Moving right along. How are you liking the questions from your friends? Good. All right. Let's see here. Oh, this one is from Tristan Groland. Tris Grohl. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, if you saw Boyd Duckett and Jacob Wheeler stranded on the side of the road in an unsafe predicament and you were forced to help one of them, which one of them would you help? How am I forced? I don't know. You're forced, according like, to this uh, guy. I don't know. I don't know what it is. Maybe like I think I maybe could, God said I think that. I could not help either one of them. Well, you, apparently, according to this, we'll play the question. So you were forced by the by the hand of God. Apparently, he came down. Ray Scott appeared to you. Ray Scott appeared to you in I, a vision. If I, if I talked to Ray Scott, he would be on. He would like he already knows. Like <laughs> want, Ray Scott won't help either one of them. <laughs> Chris Drolin, there's your answer. I mean, I, uh, yeah. Fighters leaving. Yeah, man, you can't make me. Fighters leaving. You can't make me. They can help each other. There's two of them. They're grown men. I mean, what the hell? <laughs> There's nothing they can't do together. <laughs> if you know what I mean. <laughs> that one's for Mark. That's like that uh, pretzel and Auntie Annie stuff getting all folded. Yeah. Hey, um, this one is from um Handy Vammer. Okay. Yeah, it's from Handy oh, Vammer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This one said, "Who he?" Uh, 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 <laughs> this one says, "Who is your favorite non-pro angler?" My favorite non-pro angler. Yeah. Who also shoots YouTube videos for pro anglers? Yeah. Vandy uh, Hammer. <laughs> It's Handy Vammer. Yeah. yeah, he's your favorite non pro YouTube. Yeah, that's him. Of course, of course. Um, and he also asks if you could smoke a cig with any fictional movie character, who would it be? I like this question. This is a great question. Yeah, any fictional movie que- uh, character you could smoke a cig with, go outside and burn a dart. Who's it going to be? Wow. I mean, You're really thinking. I don't, I don't well, know. you speak the most Italian. Come on, man. Who you want? Is a movie character you want to go burn a stove with? Uh, that smoke? I don't know why. Yeah, of course. There's no Samuel and Jules and. Uh, 
Pulp Fiction? Yeah. I just want to be in that old blanket with them and like a dirty backseat. Yes. Smoking a cigarette in that car. Just cruising. Yeah. <laughs> I even did some shit. And Samuel L. Jackson and John Travolta and yeah. Seth Fighter. Yeah. Just burning darts and cruising down. Yeah. Hell yeah. And then you accidentally you run into that guy that uh, that messed with Bruce Willis. You hit him yeah. with your car. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's the best. That's a good answer. Handy Vammer. That's a, he did that one. He oh, did. Oh, <laughs> I thought about it more. I probably come up with a better one. But that is a very good answer. Right no, it's that's what that's what it is. Um, this one is from Clayton Schneider. Okay. Yeah, and she wants to know when are you gonna freaking cut the lawn? When am I gonna cut? <laughs> yeah, the when lawn? are you gonna cut the lawn? She I wants don't think to I'm know. Gonna. I'm gonna. <laughs> <laughs> my bed's on it'll be covered in snow in a month and it's it's like a good winter height you know like you don't want to cut it real low right before it gets really cold it's definitely a little long but i don't feel like it's gonna grow anymore like we're frosting at night so i think i can kind of leave it to where it's at right now your um, um your father says you're the worst uh lawn cutter. I am ever. not the worst lawn cutter, but his standards are hard to live <laughs> I might maybe I am the worst lawn cutter. I don't know. <laughs> your line's all crooked and you know. Oh, I mean, I don't know. Pedro let me mow the grass one time when I was like ten years old and it wasn't up to his standards, and then I never mowed like my parents' grass ever again. Pedro, he did it on purpose. Just so he'd never have to cut again. I don't think I did. I didn't know I tried <laughs> Oh, okay. This one is from um, Brandon uh, Spelunik. Brandon Spelunik. And, um, (laughs) oh, go figure. He says, is Vandy Hammer your spirit animal? And could you have both been born from the same spirit animal? And if so, what is the animal? We could be Ken. Um... Mandy Hammer is definitely not my spirit animal. Um, it could be Ken for sure. Could, could you maybe have come from the same spirit animal? Is that yeah, what the I vibe is feeling? Yeah, very possible. What is that? Of wolf and man? Like what is Prob- the probably wolf? Pretty nomadic. Um, both of us. I mean, I would say that's probably. It. Yeah, my, I see. My spirit animal. I see you boys being born of wolf. Got, he's got a. Maybe coyote, you know. Well, coyote and you tell you're both a little scrawny. I feel like I'm, yeah, I got, yeah. I got some coyote. Super, especially when you get wet, after you jump in the pool, you're both real scrawny. Yeah. 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 I, I'd say, yeah. I, I think so. Okay. I'll go coyote. All right. There you go. There you go, uh, Randon Polaniak. Okay. <laughs> We're moving right along. All right. This one is from Rory Wanston. Okay. Rory Wanston. Sounds Asian. Yeah. <laughs> It's Canadian. Okay. Yeah. The um, he's a small mouth guy. You know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah. yeah. He's on power pull team with us. Yeah. Yeah. He uh, are you and Maddie gonna quit being little schoolgirls? And when are you both gonna qu- quit being cat emojis and kiss and make up? I don't know. You don't know. I don't know when it's going to happen, though. Okay, okay. It will happen. I, I agree. I think so. What think you guys do? Yeah. So, Rory, to answer your question, they're going to quit being cat emojis uh, eventually. 
All right. Sooner or later. Sooner or later. Yeah. All right. We'll take that for a very good question, too. He don't, he don't, don't have a set date. Yeah. He don't, <laughs> you guys haven't set a date yet? Okay. I gotcha. Okay. I gotcha. <laughs> he don't, he don't, that was what was on his mind. You see that? That was what was on your guy's friend's mind. Yeah. All right. I, of all these people, and that was the, the question that Rory Johnston said. Okay. Yeah. You see that? He loves you guys. He loves you guys. Anyway. Okay. Uh, oh. This one is from Portugal, Peter, Peter Presper Rodriguez. Okay. Portugal, Peter Presper Rodriguez. Okay. <laughs> yeah, man, I, new nickname. Yeah. He's got a lot of them, man. He's got a lot of them. Portu Por Portugal Pete. Portugal Pete Presper Rodriguez. He works in on me. Pretty lucky. That might. That might. Transfer to Pedro, then we're gonna have two Pedro. Yeah, that's the, double Pedro's is tough. It really kind of is. is. Um, if you again forced, the people are forcing you. You are being forced here. Right. If you were forced, it seems to be a reoccurring theme here. Okay, he's being taken advantage of. It's real rapey vibes. <laughs> They're forcing him to do stuff. Just say no. There's no. You can't make me. <laughs> him too. Um, if if you were forced to fish the MLF format, format, I've done it. Okay. How do you think you would do, and how would you approach it differently than the proper derp format? Um, Portugal Pete Presby or Rodriguez from Omnia wants to know. I would take all my flipping sticks, throw them away. And have three or four spinning poles would be a drop shot, a Ned rig slash shaky head, whatever, same thing. And a wacky worm. And a wacky one. And that's, and that's it. Well, that's it. I mean, when you, the name of the game changed. Would you hold your mouth different when you were fishing? <laughs> there you go, Portugal Pete Presbyora yeah. from Portugal. Yeah. Uh, Presbyora Rodriguez. Balls. Throw everything cool away. Just go catch things. Just go in my laughing. But now they're scoping. Huh? Numbers. Yeah. Scoping numbers. Yeah, maybe. This just in BASS changes to MLF format 2020. Fake news. That's fake news. That's, That's the same question? That's not fake news. Okay. That's not fake um, Oh. This one is from um Mr. William Apostle. Yeah, he he's a guitar player. Okay. Oh, yeah. He he he's a guitar player who who plays a guitar with strings. And his name's William. Some people call him Billy. Yeah. You know Bill. Yeah. He's your boss. Um. If you he says, and this is a very appropriate question for Mr. Strings. I mean, Mr. Apostle. He says, um, if you are a strain were a strain of grass. Besides milk, what strain of grass would you be? That's from William. Yeah, that's, a, that's a great question. It's a, if you were a, besides milk, a lot of good what options. strain of grass would you be? No, it kind of be fun to be a hyacinth. To be a fun to be a hyacinth. I mean, you kind of you like you move. You know what I mean? You could see the world. Okay, <laughs> the lake or whatever. You know what I mean? Like you're pretty mobile. Like. You'd be on the North Bank one day, South Bank the other day, you know what I mean? Um, I drill would be a good option. 
Um, I'll go pick one. I mean, I, I, I think I'm going with the mobile effect of uh, hyacinth. Hyacinth's a nice, a nice yeah. vegetation to look at as well. Yeah. And maybe I don't know what they're called. Maybe I'd be them little fuzzy ones. Like with the you little, little like we got the dark green shiny hyacinth. Then there's like the little light green fuzzy hyacinth. Yes, they get the they trap the water. It looks like they got little bubbles yeah. on them and stuff sometimes. Yeah, maybe yes. I'd be one of them. Okay, I got you. So yeah. a subspecies. Okay. Well, yeah, it's a hybrid. Yeah, it's for daytime and nighttime. Yeah. I get it. I, I get it. Okay, excellent. And look, hey, this I think this is the last one. Okay, good answer. This one is from Lon Cox. Okay, Lon Cox, and he Lonnie. said. Lonnie, Lonnie Cox. Yeah. He says, in your closest circle of friends, which friend usually stands in the middle? In your circle of friends, which friend is in the middle? What does that even mean? Doesn't sound good. Who's in the middle of the circle? All your friends. It would have to be I don't, know, I don't know who else it could be. <laughs> I mean, if I'm reading that right, I don't know what I'm reading, but I, mean, and, I don't think anybody else would get in the middle. Okay. <laughs> he is the most adventurous. There is no Fair doubt of, yeah. of all of our friends. And uh, sure. that, that is questions from the Omnia at uh, thank you yeah. to uh, all of Seth's friends who, who set that in. Outstanding. Yeah. Outstanding. All right. So I think now let's just keep moving. It. You okay, want to do yeah, it? Yeah. Now it's the time. You've been wanting to do this. So you've been wanting questions yeah. from your peeps. You are the yeah. people's champion. Yeah. Undisputed people's champion. You're going to field questions. Doesn't freaking matter what it is. Yeah. Seth Fighter is going to answer it, and we're going to hear it here. Yeah. I don't know. All right. So, Howard, I got a bunch of stuff sent in. Oh, my goodness. Uh, look at this. Look who just sent me a question for you. Before we move on. The Dickie Dunn? <laughs> no, it's um Lenny Strower. Yeah. Really? Lenny Strower. Oh, Lenny. Yeah, Lenny's from Texas. Yeah. Yeah, he's a vast man. He's in Texas. He's in Texas now. Yeah, he, he he's, he's from, from Nebraska. Nebraska. Yes, I'm sorry, from Nebraska. He's, he's in from Nebraska. Yeah, uh, yeah, him and Milliken. Mm. Yeah, that, so he's 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 a, he's a brown amber jig yeah. guy. You know, Lenny. Yeah. And uh, he says, let's see. Let me get to, let me get to this. He says. He realizes that smallmouth really don't count. Wayne <laughs> well, realizes that, or I realize that. With that being said, what's your biggest largemouth ever? Uh, 13 pounds, 4 ounces. 13, 4. Yeah. Biggest one you ever had on. Did you ever have one on bigger? Uh, uh, that no. was it. Yeah. You landed the biggest bucket no that I ever hit. No Danny Brower loves bucket hits, don't you? Yeah, I do too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, thanks, Uncle Dan. Yeah. Step it in right now. Yeah. That's freaking out. He loves you. Uh, you see I that? <laughs> uh, that's outstanding. All right. Let's load them up here. Uh, these are a couple that were sent in. I'm going to start here. 
Um, and we're just let's let's yeah. rapid fire this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Let's because we got a bunch building up. Wait, and, I'll explain if I need to. Okay, yeah, no, I get you. I get you. I get. I mean, your show, bud. I get it. Yeah. I get it. But we got them come. All right. So um, this one is from Mark Garner, and he was in an airport in Poland. Really? Yeah, and when he sent this question okay. in, sir, um, he said, how do you like being called the llama? And if you could choose another uh, nickname, what would it be? I mean, Good it's, question, it's Mark. fitting. I feel like I resemble one a I, little I like bit. It, yeah. um, that's probably why Zona started calling me that. For I'm sure. Sure why he made up some story that didn't make any sense <laughs> yeah go figure he probably thought i looked like a llama he's like watch him i get everybody to call him a llama and then <laughs> he's like watch, he's like watch this karen yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's probably exactly what happened um, i mean i don't hate it um i think it's a fair nickname you know okay i don't want to give myself too good of a nickname like killer whale or something you know i don't quite live up to that. i feel like i'm on pace with the llama. great watch shark yeah, yeah i feel like i'm on pace with right the on llama. pace with the llama excellent question um this one is from chicago hee-haw is his name um he says when is outcast gonna make more chicken jigs uh i mean they make them they just sell out as soon as we get them so um luckily it's getting away from chicken season so i'm assuming there's gonna be a i mean are they on maybe go to omni right now we might have them okay if not they sell out really quick um this guy loves when the, they come buy them up these guys love the uh choder fighter chicken yeah apparently if you really want to know this is gonna be a sales pitch of things i ever do in my life if you go to omniafishing.com and like follow Outcast Tackle, they'll like they update you. Thing where they notify when stuff comes in, and then you can. There it is. Omniafishing.com. Notify me when product arrives. Easy enough. There it is. Cool. And cool question. Fair enough. Um, this one is from Mike Ramus. Uh, wants to know your favorite saltwater species. Favorite saltwater species? I haven't caught very many. I've caught trout, redfish, some sharks. So I, I really got, I would say out of the three, the redfish were probably the Because right. of the pole. Yeah, and then, like, I'm catching them bass. Yeah. I caught most of them bass. Most of the ones I've caught, I caught bass fishing, like, Sabine River, like, pitching around a lacrosse or whatever. You ain't never jack no snooks or tarpons? Uh, oh, I did. I did. Actually, I did take that back. I, I went uh, with this, Jeff Page, he's a power pole guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went and skipped a white jig on in uh, mangroves for snug. Oh, that's right. You were using the outcast jig too. Dude, yeah, yeah, yeah. Twenty yeah. pound line. Don't cut it in that stuff. <laughs> it was cool, dude. I'd skip it under there. It was everything I wanted it to be. I'd be in Alabama shaking a jig in the mangroves and make snook. <laughs> nice. Everyone, dude, I, I had like ten bites. I think I caught. Two of them, I broke everything. <laughs> it felt real good for me. Yeah, though, yeah. <laughs> the first one I got in the boat, no problem. And then the other thing, I think they're gill rakers for cutting my line. Like, I don't know what they're, they're dude. Doing. I've had my hand sliced by those. Yeah, like they're, twenty pound ain't enough for that one. No, no way. But that, no way. I take that back. They might be my favorite. Snooks uh, are amazing. I totally forgot about that because I like didn't hardly catch any of them. I think I caught maybe one or two that day, fifty pound like, floral cool. leaders next time. That's, That's what you need for the snooks. Um, this one is from uh, Ryan Popcorn Whitaker, okay. and he wants to know, not one, not two, but the three most difficult foods to eat with a mustache. The three most okay. difficult foods to em. eat with a mustache. 
and it might not be a food. Drinking beer out of a glass. Beer like out a of a glass. beer, like a tap beer out of a glass. I always get bottled beer. Okay. Just because foam every you time. You and Shaw Grigsby. Uh, like ice cream's a problem. Anything you gotta like, you know. Like a mean? big cone. A big cone if you're biting it. I mean, you can lick around it or whatever. It gets awkward. Um, There's something else in my mustache the other day. I'm trying to... <laughs> was it a family of birds? I don't think so. What was it? It's usually some kind of it's it's usually liquidy stuff. Um I'm trying to think what it was. For sure, beer and ice cream are the two words. <laughs> beer and ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> don't don't tackle it. Don't yeah. tackle it. Excellent. All right, popcorn. Heck yeah. That was a great question, by the way. <laughs> it really was. Things I didn't know before I had them. Like things you learn as you yeah. go. Yeah. <laughs> John Broadbent wants to know why you don't use a pistol grip rod when you're a proper bassin man. Uh, I'm a late generation proper bassin man. I didn't okay. grow up on the pistol. Okay. Like when I grew up, it was all six, six, seven foot. Gotcha. Um, so I guess they're just a little before my time. Questions are just flying in. Yeah. The uh, so okay, so the the it's a little before my time. I'm like, would you be opposed? Like if you were on a nice little spinnerbait bite or something, like is it is it a is it a functional tool in bass fishing anymore? Let's say a six foot pistol grip rod. I saw Hank Parker throwing it the other day and was handling five. Maybe, pounders. maybe in a situation where you're on like a flooded lake and you're like not just going down the edge of bushes flipping. Like if you were up in the woods fishing, little rolls, I could see. Something like that. Okay. Still having a place. That's the road. Right. Okay. I got you. I got you. Um, and good question, John. Yeah. Big fan of the pistol. Yeah. In fact, we had yeah, a few I with know, us. I was catching a few yeah. on them, but uh, yeah. we, we have them with us. We had them with us. We just didn't kind of run into enough yeah. to get them. Um, Paul Garrett would like to know uh when pay this is a question for Pedro, I guess, though. But when yeah, when is Pedro gonna market the rocks? The lucky pocket. There's been talks. There's been talks. There's okay. been talks. Interesting. Okay, so Paul Garrett, um, there has been talks of yes. Pedro Fighter marketing the uh, the lucky pocket rock. And if you haven't liked or shared the live Facebook feed, you can win one tonight. Yeah. If you haven't go. done so already, coming up at the end of the show. Um, this guy, familiar to both of us, one of my heroes, uh, Slick Rick Olsby, Hell yeah. your godpappy. Yeah. He says, um, when we going bathing? Maybe this fall. I, I can't tell. I Maybe can't tell sure. I was with I took him fishing not that long ago. Okay, well, I, he, mean, I guess it was the summer, but I should. Yeah, yeah, I should get him out. Yeah, take him out fishing. Yeah, he sent in a damn question for crying out loud. You got to take Fair your grandfather fishing. Yeah, you got. Oh, I'm into a little fall small deal. Oh, this one's from Todd Hex. Okay. Yeah, he says, "Who is the original Choder? Who is the original Choder's the original, and who's Choder?" Brad Leitner. Brad Leitner, host of Into the Great Wide Open yes. with Jamie Bruce. Is Why is his name Choder? Uh, he called everyone. Ronnie Moore is not allowed to call him that. He called everyone Choder, and then I just started calling him Choder. Well, when he know. calls you, he goes, what's up, Choder? So aren't you Choder? Yeah, but he called everyone Choder. Oh. And then I turned it back on him and called him Choder. And then, but he had called me Choder before that, I guess. But he called everyone that. It was just like a... So people just started calling like him... A, 
you know, some people use like names like, oh, there's a Jeff or a Bob. Or, <laughs> I don't know, like some weird stuff. We'd call everybody a chowder. Like, look at this chowder. Hey, chowder, look at this chowder. As though in turn, he ultimately became the ultimate chowder. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I, I don't know. That's, that's all the legend. I don't even know. Maybe me. <laughs> Could be you. I thought it was him. I don't know. The legend of the chowder. Yeah. That's amazing. Great question, Todd, yeah. by the way. Um, Ethan Parks, he's a young angler. Okay. Um, looking to break into things in the whole derb scene, fishing some derbs out there now. Ethan Parks says, Sif, how can I improve my pre-fishing? Uh, see, I don't know what he's doing right now. I would say cover more water. Cover more water. Yeah. As much water as possible. Don't spend too much yeah. time Light, in one place. More lightly sample areas than lock in, you know? Do you know the biggest mistake? But not too much at the same time. Like, you got to pick, depending on how big the lake is, you got to pick a zone. Pick to some extent, for at least a couple days. Learn it. To an extent. I mean, a zone might be like, like when we went to St. Clair this year, yeah, like Canada was my zone. Okay, <laughs> that's halfway. Yeah, a big zone. <laughs> it's a giant zone. It's all relative, you know. Um, some lakes you go to, I'll take an arm, or you know. Could you? Would you agree with this? In weekend angling, as well as high school angling, as well as college angling, as well as um local, what you might call them, beer league, derbs, whatever, when people are practicing, one of the biggest mistakes they make is sticking fish. Absolutely. I see it all the time. Yeah. Especially, like, I see it a lot in, like, the club level. I can't speak on the high school, college stuff. I haven't fished it. But, like, in the lower club levels, like, the guys got their spots. You know what I mean? Like, when they go to a lake, they're going to fish the same few spots regardless sure like those are their holes that's what they run it's the milk run and like if and that's fine there's nothing wrong with that but like why would you go there and even make a cast before the tournament if you already know you're gonna go there yeah it doesn't like you just go there go and fish it don't it's different you're just like looking for something new but i see it a lot like and i was guilty of it too when i started out you know sure because we just want to catch Yeah, I was like, well, on first, your days out. The first year I started fishing the Denny's, I fished with this guy, Brad Longerbone. And like every spring tournament, there's like this one tiny little, we'll call it a rock pile, a little hard spot in the grass. I knew about it. And I'd pull up there and check it in practice. I'd throw in there a little wiggle ward and catch a four pounder every time. And I'm like, we got to go here. I got a four pounder there. And like we did that two or three spring tournaments and never caught one. And he was finally just like, you know, maybe we should just just go there and not practice it. <laughs> yeah, I think it was kind of like one fish spot. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, I oh, well, there it is. Don't stay. Yeah, I drug him there about three different times, and we didn't catch one. So, yeah. <laughs> now we said any question goes. Yeah. So we're we're asking everything here tonight. Oh my gosh, they're just flying in here. Yes. Uh, okay. So this is from the Fisher Dye Bait Company, and they sent this in. Um, they're they're buttering you up. Here. Yeah, it's a, some good stickers this year. Oh, okay, gotcha. Council. Gotcha. Okay. Oh, they, yeah, I know exactly what that is. I do know now that you say that. Okay. Um, yes, I like that sticker. <laughs> so Fisher Dye Bay Company said, "How much money would it take to get you or a like-minded stud with blue collar genetics?" They're they're working you up here, bud. Uh, to bring a small bait company like us to the forefront. 
Wow. That's a direct question. How much money I mean, what it, would it take? It would, in order, honestly, in order for me to do that, I would, I would need a bunch of ownership. And then uh, it depends. I mean, ownership can outweigh what you're getting paid for it. Um, but it like, I mean, what did you mean by bring to the forefront? I don't know. I mean, make up like some big deals. I would, if I got into something like that, I would want, um, some ownership of it more so than, uh, like a cash dollar. Oh, Okay. Oh, so there you go. I'm going to blow it up. And great answer. Fisher Die Bay Company. Seth Fighter has got to be part owner. I need, I need. 51% 51% of your company. Just kidding. So. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, 62. Uh, contact <laughs> his agent, Dayton Fight, uh, after this uh, show. For, uh, and, uh, okay. Um, that's uh, what I got. Let me just make sure. I don't want to leave anybody else. I know people took some time. Uh, that, that's it. Um, all right, man. Here we go. Now, we're turning it over to the chat board. Um, and, uh, the questions, J.R. Ewing, Rock and Show Fantasy, he's, he's working the chat board there on the book face and, uh, oh, wait, <laughs> is it Pete, Pete Fighters asking a question? Uh-oh. That's your dad. Okay. All right. So uh, well, let's get, he is your dad. Let's, that's, I didn't uh, open this text. I'm just going, going raw dog, here. Uh, going raw dog, open it right up. It could be about Mo. He's a horrible. Something I did terrible when I was 12 years old. Yeah. (laughs) He still remembers. Here's the question for Seth. Uh, Is he going to go for breakfast with us in the morning at an undisclosed location? Pedro, I got to go to Omnia first. Like, hey, I'm not, uh, but we'll get together after that or something. Yeah. Yeah. At an undisclosed location. Probably that place I like. What's that place I like? That has the good, uh, what's the name? They don't have them by me. Perkinses. 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 Yes. One of those. But yeah, I hope he comes. I'm going to have his new boat. He's going to have to come find me if he wants his new boat. Um, Okay. That's from Pedro. Let's let's get on with this now. Um, All right. Rock and Shoal Fantasy. Yikes. Look at all this. Oh. Oh. This, actually, I got to send this in. This is from, uh, or uh, bring this one up. This is from Austin Olsby. Okay. Yeah, you know Austin. That's Slick Rick's yeah. uh, grandson. Yeah. And, and let me tell you something how cool Slick Rick is. He's he's Seth's godfather, if you didn't previously hear. And Seth brought him to a sneak spot fishing. Pretty <laughs> it, undisclosed. I mean, uh, it's yeah. Seth and I were there today, and, and we smashed. <laughs> um, but so Slick Rick. Is such a proper bassin man. That's Seth's uh, godfather. His grandson, Austin, asked him, hey, where did Seth take you fishing? He wouldn't tell him. He wouldn't tell his own grandson. That's how you know he's proper. That's how you know he's a proper bassin man. (laughs) Austin wants to know, if Choder wins the classic before Seth, uh, what would you think about that? I'd be happy. He's my yeah, buddy. I would too. Yeah. I would be too. Yeah, because I know you're still That's good. Of course, Austin. Yeah. yeah, you'd be happy too, Austin. You know it. All right, here we go. We're really getting on to it now. We're really getting they're just flying in. I gotta go way back in the track here. Okay. Um this is from Joseph Sharp. 
Um, he doesn't know this answer to this, I guess. Okay. But what brand of cigarettes do you smoke and have you ever vaped or considered vaping? Laughing emoji. Uh, <laughs> I've tried vaping. It, it didn't do it for me. It didn't make me <clears throat> not want to smoke. Um, and that this is a misconstrued thing. Cause I've had several people like buy me cigarettes and bring them to me at tournaments and boat ramps. Not that I ask for it. They just do it. Um, it seems like everyone brings me Marlboro Reds. I'm I do Marlboro Lights. Um, I mean, whatever. I'll smoke either or. But um, yeah, Marlboro Lights, short box. Okay. Uh, but yeah, it seems like every time someone just randomly brings me a pack of cigarettes, it's always Marlboro Reds. So, <laughs> I don't know. You don't object. Maybe it's just because I look like a piece of shit. I don't, <laughs> <know>. <laughs> I don't know. You look great in your new truck, though. <laughs> Bringing your daughter to yeah, school. Oh yeah. <laughs> Thought you said you had a hemi. <laughs> Not anymore. Um, this one is from Jackie. Yeah. And he wants to know what it's like growing up with one of the coolest MFers on the planet as a dad. Pedro? Yeah. It's good, man. He he took me fishing and hunting a lot when I was young. Uh he was a stern father. Um yeah, it was good. <laughs> um, yeah, okay, I mean, I got yelled at a bit, but it was uh, it was like when I was in those years, you know. You know how 16. You deserved it. 16-year-old. You deserved kid. it. Oh, yeah, for sure. You deserved for it. For sure. Yeah. Being a hooligan. This one's from Rob Grigsby. Okay. Yeah, spelled just like Shaw in chat, hmm. but different. Uh, how does Seth feel about all the Periscope fighting going on on the internet? All the fighting going on. Yeah, what? Yeah. You over it? Well, it just it, it's it's stupid. I I don't get it. I mean anybody. I mean, yeah. Not, I am over it. Like, I yeah, mean, I am too. We already talked about it more on here than I'd like to. Like, I, I'm me not too. against it. I, I'm asking everything. Get but better at it. Nothing so censored. That's my opinion on it. Uh, Brad Leitner wants to know what's up, boys. <laughs> what's up? What's up, Chad? Chad? You, you got a derb tomorrow. We got derb. Go man, catch him. Um, oh, Billy Bond, Billy Bond. If you were his brother, I guess so. (laughs) It's James (laughs) with this question. It's James, yeah, yeah. If you were a rabid dog, who who on the Elite Series would be the first person you would bite in the ass? Billy Bond wants to know if you were a rabid dog, who'd be the first elite competitor you bite in the ass? If you were a rabid dog, I feel like you kind of, I feel like it would just be the first person you saw. Okay, first person you saw. But I get get where his question's going. He wants to know who I dislike most on the elite series. (laughs) Uh, uh, (laughs) Oh, Billy Bonds. Who do I dislike? Like most all the ones I don't like are gone. Uh, <laughs> uh, questions. I mean, who's a scoundrel? How many times do we say questions tonight? I'm trying to think. The biggest scoundrel. Why can't I think? You're going to bite somebody in the ass. Apparently, Billy Bonds wants you to. You're yeah. a rabid dog, dude. Uh, you want to come back to that? I know we got some scoundrels, a couple. I'm trying to think. 
Well, I'm thinking of like my friends. I can't. Well, then skip it. Come back to it. No, we're going to answer them all. Okay. Um, right, I got a bunch of answers popping in my head. They all fish MLF. <laughs> Um, this is really a hard question, Billy. It is. I know. Got, he, rabbit got, dogs, like we got rid of all our scoundrels, pretty much. I'm trying to think who's just a weasel. Um, I almost need a roster list. I had it all figured out. And like the only thing that's popping in my head isn't he isn't really a scoundrel anymore. He's changed his ways. So I don't want to burn him. Oh, okay. Um. I'm just going to say all the 10 dudes that qualify through the opens. <laughs> we'll bite them. Bite them right in the ass. Yeah. Nip them in the butt. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just go rabbit on them. Get them out of the way. Give them rabies. First first event of the year. Okay. That's a good answer. Yeah. Good answer. Yeah. Billy Bonds, I hope you're happy with that one. He thought about it a long time. He's not, but we got to <laughs> move on. Um, Dylan Hignite wants to know if there's any sponsorship that you would like to pair with. Pick one. Well, that you I aren't like already, with, yeah, you're not already have. with, yeah. Um, maybe Benelli or something like that. Okay. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. My fishing base is pretty well covered. So nice um, hunting. Yeah, yeah. Benelli makes fine stuff. Yeah, they do. Yeah, absolutely. You're bougie, bougie hunter. Um, I'm not that bougie. I'm not over under bougie. <laughs> but. You got fancy turkey vests. Yeah, I, just, I regret that. Uh, all right. Derek Bendisky. Derek Bendisky says, What's Seth think of the shameful performance of the Vikings thus far this season? Yeah. Now, I've, I, I never had high hopes to begin with for the Vikings. I'm not like surprised by anything that's happened. Um, at this point, uh, since the Bears have already won a game and we play them twice still this year, I think our, I think if we lose every game the rest of the year, we could probably get a really good draft, draft pick. So that's your Maybe optimistic. quarterback. That's your, op- yeah. your optimistic. I, I was never even, like any Vikings fans aren't like some of those teams where they think they're going to win the Super Bowl every year. We, that was never really an option, but. You know, just be nice to beat Green Bay a couple times or once, or that's about it. So the draft is your. But I, honestly, at this point in the season, I mean they're not as bad as their record is. They're one and four, but they honestly could have won all four of those games. But or five. Uh, yeah, they suck. Let's go twenty four. Uh, yeah, let's get a good pick. Let's get rid of. Let's replace Cousins, mm-hmm. even though we need an all line, which. Yeah, it's like whatever. Okay. <laughs> Go on and on. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So this is from Zach uh Hebert. And he says, this question can't hang with the rest. My question for Seth is what species of duck or goose is most wanted on his hit list? Also, what different state does he want to make a hunt in? If it's Louisiana, he knows a guy. Okay. Yeah. Um, that's Zachary Hebert. Biggest thing on the hit list. Um, I mean, with the exception of any like crazy uh, oddball hybrid. Um, 
I would I would like to kill a nice widgeon for the wall. A widgeon? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I don't even know what that is, but it's not that is rare. Is that Widgeon's Bible? It's not that rare of a dog. Is that Jesse's son's I've name? I've never from... had a really pretty one. We're kind of, they're all kind of a little bit uh, west of us. So you want to shoot a, a western widgeon? Well, they shoot them here. I just haven't. Okay. There it is. It's not a, that's a good question. It's not like a super rare duck. I just think they're pretty. But that's a good question. Yeah. Oh, I lost my place. Una momenta. That was a good question. Yeah. It did compare the rest of them. You love uh, duck hunting. Yeah. Holy God, there's so many. I mean, that like some cool sea duck stuff, but I'm like real hip on all that. Or like, what's what? King Eider, I guess. I don't know. All right, you ready for Jeff Wine's question? Yeah. Jeff says, what advice do you have for a guy fishing regionals down in lacrosse next May? Regionals in lacrosse next May. I'm going to say that's probably going to be a spawning smallmouth tournament, depending on when it is in May. Um, fish out of the main current, put a bait on without a hook in it, and just kind of blind bed fish and lift them up and then go back and try to catch them. Blind there. <laughs> Sometimes when you're there in May, they might all be pre spawn too. If it's like first week of May, but uh, anything later, I would assume that's how it would go down. A small mouth there. Okay. Um, there you go, Jeff Wine. We hope you do well at your May regional there in uh, Lacrosse. Uh, Blake Raider wants to know That's if strong name. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, they, I mean, these are these are straight yeah. cast fan base. We got a strong, strong oh, viewers. Yeah, yeah. Blake Pirate. Yeah, Blake Raider is a pirate. Yeah. You could you could tell. Uh, Steph, did you ever end up joining the Floridian Club? I have not, but they did make me an honorary member. I can come and go as I please. Parts of launch of the whole joint. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what third was that? Uh, St. John. St. John River, you were up in that canal. Yeah. And the lady, she were going, Bassmaster. Thump. Yeah. <laughs> the Floridian Club. That was, that was your AOA year. It was. Yeah. I remember, too, you are fishing for the spawning fish with that little floating Z-Man deal, yeah. weren't you? Yeah. Blake Raider, good question. Yeah. He is an honorary member. Uh, oh, Kenny Greer um, wants to know when is Matt going to get a porn stash that equals yours? A porn, a porn stash. I mean, up until now, I didn't think he was capable of growing one, but. No, I mean he's got the full beard. He, he has a very head. manscaped, uh, structured beard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, um, I don't know. I, I kind of like clean shaven Matt the best. To be honest, I do too. Yeah, that's that's when you know, like my little baby Jesus Maddie is like uh, you know clean shaven Maddie and and, and a little pudgy. Yeah, you know, I like fat Matt with no facial hair, and a sleeveless University of Kentucky yeah, yeah. shirt. Yeah, some love handles uh, and stuff with the old Kentucky shirt uh, on, all stained up and stuff. Yeah. You got some manifold dirt uh, on it, exhaust. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Uh, let's see. Okay. Oh, okay. 
Zach Brawley. Snowstorm. Yeah, I saw Snowstorm, dude. Yeah. I like that. He's coming bassing with me. Is he? Yeah, he's going to come out and go do a little really? bit of bassing. Yeah. I know. He's right there. He's right there. Old Snowstorm says, uh, who is responsible for more hen mallard deaths? Snowstorm or Mergman? <laughs> well, I mean, there's a, there's a lot going on here. A lot going on here. So Zach really is snowstorm, and, and yeah. he wants to know yeah. who's responsible for more hen mallard deaths. Him or Mer- Mergman? Am I saying it right? Yeah, Mergman. Yeah. I don't know Mergman. I know that. Awesome. Yeah, okay. Awesome. Um, I'm gonna have to say Mergman. Uh, <laughs> well, just because you hear that snowstorm, like, yikes! We've had some like straight green. I don't know if we've had a straight green day with Merg, man. Like he, he doesn't like. I think the problem is when snowstorm shoots hens, he does it on accident and doesn't know it's a hen. Like Merg, man, he'll shoot a hen on you on purpose because he's out duck hunting. Uh, <laughs> I said, I, I thought we were duck hunting. Uh, yeah. Uh, so I'm gonna say Bergman. Bergman, okay, okay. He's intentional with it. Okay. Uh, oh, all right. Um, I don't, I don't know what happened here. Uh, this is Dylan. Okay. He says, "How many f bombs do you usually average per derby?" Oh, wow, that's a great question. Um, let's gonna let's pretend it. I don't have a live camera, so we have like a true day. Um. I would say if I'm fishing shallow, like target fishing, cover fishing, F-bombs is higher. It's probably 300 a day. 300. Wow. Like that. It's a, like I'm real picky with my cast. And like every time I miss by like that much, I immediately say fuck. Um, <laughs> Just and then when you're out deep, like offshore, and it's just like yeah, whatever. So, um, so, but out there, it's gonna happen. I mean, it's just part of my language. Um, maybe a hundred times a day offshore. Is it hard not to swear on bass line? You would think. So. I mean, I've definitely slipped, but I don't. Know. I think I can kind of shut it off. Like it's like going into church, you know. You just yeah, no, you yeah. know, yeah. yeah. And it's um, like in broadcasting, whenever I'd see the red light, I knew to talk with my inside voice. Yeah. You know? <laughs> um, maybe it's only 50 a day when I'm offshore. And then. That's like this. Like 300. Compared to 300. Yeah. All right. So I got to tell you a quick stuff, real quick, about Seth Fighter and his mouth. So one time, Seth and I went to do a deal with what, what was it? You were shooting a video. For frog fishing. Danny Quinn put you on the most bunk lake ever to do a a, a Terminator frog skipping. We were with Wired to Fish. And uh, the camera guy, I think it was one of his first experiences out there. And I haven't seen him again. Yeah, we never saw him again. And Seth didn't, what, you catch one bass that day? And it wasn't your fault. It wasn't good. I did actually have one good bite. Well, it it come up and missed. It was told to me that. There was a four pounder under every, every dock. Every dock. I was there, Danny yeah. Quinn. I was there. You There's said a four it. pounder under every dock. I'm like, well, that'll be easy. <laughs> and then I think, like, the second to last dock we fished after we had fished around the entire lake, I think a four pounder did try to eat my frog. But that, like, all the other ones didn't. 
You know the word. For- I mean, they had like like every twentieth doc would have one about the Vega. <laughs> the word that the cat emoji word that ends in hunt. Yeah, he said said it a lot. Yeah, <laughs> the kid the kid quit after that day. Sorry, wired to fish. I did. You should know better. <laughs> oh Lord Almighty! All right, we're gonna keep going. Yeah. Just keep we're good. We're doing them all right. Uh, I mean, this is this is. I mean, I'm sure there's more. I've seen stuff popping up on the screen. <laughs> it, wait, is there stuff on there coming up? I saw something on there. I, was, I didn't look very long. But okay, I don't know. I I guess I'll keep going on this. Yeah, if, oh, um, go ahead and let's do this okay. for a minute. How's Would you that? Like to see the elites make it back to California? If so, what fisheries? Oh, that's a good one. That's that John Pitt. Good, yeah, that is a good question. Yeah. Um. Obviously, that Clear Lake looks awesome. I had a really good time when we went to the Delta and Havasu. It sounds like, from what I gather, the Delta's not near as good as it used to be. Um, but Clear Lake clearly is awesome still. Um, so I, I would like to go. Like, it doesn't bother me going out there. It's the same dip distance to California to Florida for me. It gets, like, everyone, all the guys that live in by Florida or Alabama, Tennessee, they don't like going out there because it's so far and everything's expensive. And then we have a tournament there and no one shows up. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's funny. I was going to you got to come to the West Coast. You got to come to the West Coast. You got to come to the West Coast. And then, like, we go there and then nobody cares. So, um, but yeah, I, I would like to go. It doesn't bother me. Back you know. to going got- back to Cali. There it is. Gingy, keep putting them up on the screen. I like one. Hold on one second, though, Seth, before you go to that. Um, our buddy. From Omnia Fishing, you know, you know Luke over there. Luke, Luke. you're talking about Portuguese. Pete. No, not Portugal. Pete Presbury Rodriguez. This is Luke Lowe. Kind of reminds me of John Chimpo. <laughs> <laughs> Who wins a tag team boxing match? Polish Pete and Choder versus versus Seth and Jacob Brosnick. Oh, 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 Jacob Bros. Oh, Jacob, Jacob Bros. Oh, that changes everything. Yeah, that changes. Yeah, I'm sorry. That's say. yeah. I thought it was, I first thinking bro. Yeah, I'm gonna give it to it's bro. Uh, Pete and Choder. Pete and Choder versus you and Bros. You and Bros are both scrawn. Yeah, like that Choder's Choder's got bulk and Pete's kind of bulky too. Pete's from Syracuse. Yeah, he know he's got that like, East yeah, Coast. He's got that yeah, dirty little razor blade tucked in his sock. Yeah. You know he does. And it's jagged too. It's got the yeah, part that's yeah, not yeah. even yeah, smooth. Sure. Yeah. Um yeah. No, I, I would think I would give it to Pete and Choder over me and bros. And bros. Excellent question. No, I'm not a good like I'm not a badass, but then they gave me like yeah. That's why Seth has weapons. Yeah. Okay, JJ, I'm sorry I interrupted that. Back to the thing. I will be right back. You need anything, bud? From upstairs? You leaving me here? Yeah, I'm leaving you by yourself for a second. You gonna be okay? Oh, you got Jim's yeah. just gonna put him right there. I'll literally be back in two minutes. Okay. Will you be okay? Yeah. You want me to bring you anything? All right. What's your best five in Minnesota way while fun fishing or tourney? Um tourney, I don't even I don't know because we have so many like weird six and eight fish limits. I know I've had some decent bags on Waconia, nothing real crazy um, for five, but I don't even think they were that high. Um, fun fishing, I had like and like thirty two and a half on buckets and like. 31 something on smallies fun fishing but uh durbin i don't know exactly just because we got so many weird limits 
What is your favorite bait to fish on Sturgeon Bay in the spring? Um, probably like a little swim bait or a little tube, one of the two. Something kind of slow and bouncing along the bottom. Uh, would you rather have a gas sponsorship or a cigarette sponsorship? That is a great question. Cigarettes are getting out of control now. Um, like I used to be able to run down to Missouri and scoop like pretty dirt cheap cigarette darts, like get them like four or five dollars a pack not long ago. And I went through there the other day and they were eight dollars a pack, like they're super high in Minnesota, eleven dollars a pack. So usually I, I always buy them out of state unless I'm out, but um, I think we're out of like cheap cigarette states, so it might have to be darts, dude. Uh, I burn a lot of gas though, too. I'd have to do the math on that one. I'm going to say I spend more on fuel than darts, but uh, fuels, I mean, darts might be $20 a pack next year. Who knows? Um, so that'd be a hard one. I'd, I'd take fuel right now, but, I mean, if them darts get any higher, it's it's probably going to be a cigarette sponsor. Uh, when's the next Booyah Flipsta get Garage Tournament? Topman. Oh, uh, then I don't know. Uh, I don't fish much local Durban anymore. Uh, I don't know, man. We did have some good times, though. Thanks, Top Man. How you doing, okay? Yeah, what everything cool? real is your favorite right now? The Tatula 80 or 100? Um, I'd say out of them three, I'd take a zillion, but they got they made I just got some of the brand new Tatula 100s are pretty badass. I'd probably take those. Nice. <laughs> Is that that silver one? That's the zillion. Oh, okay. If Mountain Dew stopped all production moving forward, what is the new soda? From Fish Spring. Fish Spring. Uh, I might have to. I'm. Oh, I think I'd have to. Go half Sprite, half Dr. Pepper. Not mix them, obviously, but I think I would bounce from light to dark, light to dark, um, without any good middle ground in, in there. Okay. Light to dark soda, light to dark. You know what I mean? You'd have a Sprite, then you'd have a Dr. Pepper, then you'd have a Sprite, because you can't do all Dr. Pepper. That's just too heavy. I, I, you can't do all Sprite, because that's just not enough. Um how was the smallmouth fishing on Lake Vermilion? It's really good. Joey uh, Kiltz. Not a great place for giants, but three to four pounders, beautiful scenery, lots of fish. Um, oh, Luke says he knows bros is gritty, though. Fair enough. Um, I don't know if he's gritty enough. Huh. Interesting. I mean, he'd have to be real gritty. I like how Ginger's doing that with yeah, the little pop yeah, because yeah, they, they got a chance. Yeah, they got a chance. That how read. do you feel when the live camera comes on you and you have a dart in your mouth? Micah Reed. Stay, okay. Say their names. Oh, sorry. Micah Reed. Micah Reed. Sorry. Uh, how do I feel when it comes on? It doesn't bother me at all. Um, I used to, like, when I'd hook a fish and I had a dart in, like, I used to spit it when I was on live. But then we get emails about, like, me throwing darts in the lake. So. Um, I had a talk with the tournament director and we come to the conclusion that it's best for me to just leave it in my mouth. Okay. So you might be seeing some more bags with a dagger hanging. I don't know. <laughs> Real life set fighter. 
Okay. I'll ask this is Matt Forbes. I'll ask again because I really want to hear it. Can you tell the story of how you got onto the Elite series? Oh. Um yeah. I mean, I qualified through the opens. Yeah. I mean, I, I grounded out for a few years on the opens, made it the third year I finished. Third year them. was. Yep. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, hear that? Hear that, uh, opens competitors? Seth Fighter took him three years. Yeah, and that's what it was only three tournaments. Uh, one division. I was close the first two years, but I wasn't ready. I was I was too green. Um, just fished a bunch of local stuff. Um, just started doing a little better at each level and moving on. Uh do you want to read these or should I? I feel like I'm just doing all of them. Oh, I, I like when you, you do. You see it? Yeah, you can't see it good? Oh, I can. Oh, okay, I can see it can great. You read it? Yeah, I can. Do you, actually. Do you want to... So uh, Dylan said, Dylan Hignight again says, what is one bait you wish would be made into the market? A bait you wish would is be made. Like in... old or just like read? I'm not sure what he... I'm not telling you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah you, you, you... If it's an old bait that we don't use anymore. Trying to think of anything I tried to hunt down. Um, oh, baby, don't. You can't quit making them all for a reason, really. <laughs> what do you mean? What does that mean? Okay, they quit to making. To some extent, I mean, they quit working or whatever. I mean, there is some like crankbait stuff where it's like they made it for a little bit and they don't make them anymore. I don't know. I, I got everything I need. Uh, flying lure or helicopter lure? I, I'd go flying lure if I had to pick one or the I, other. I would, too. I, I've actually caught big bass. I mean, literally over eight-pound bass oh, on each it. one. I, I got the kid. Well, I lived in Florida at the time, yeah. too. Don't forget, and I had cool ponds. Yeah. But uh, I can see the flying lure, though. The helicopter lure just looks like lion twist nightmare. I'm going to go for a few more off of here. Do this one, okay. uh, Seth, and then... I'll go back onto the phone for a couple, and then we'll finish up on these ones. That's a great question. Yeah. How do you fish a milfoil lake after it's been sprayed? Andy Croston. Did yeah. I say it right? Yeah. How do you fish a milfoil lake after it's been sprayed? Uh, that is a great question. I, I would. Perfect scenario is they miss a spot or two. All the rest of the grass is terrible, and there's like a couple little areas that survived. That's ideal scenario. If they got it all, you just got to give up on it. It might look okay in your graph, like kind of short, and you pull some up every once in a while, and it looks okay. But um, I, you got two options. You go to the bank and do docks and bank beat, or you back out and get outside of the grass. But in a perfect scenario, I've had really good days where they sprayed 95% of the lake and they missed 5%, and then every fish that was in that grass goes to that 5%, and then you really – uh. Catch them really good, but uh, usually doesn't work out like that. <laughs> Not in the perfect scenario. Yeah. Um, Cody Holcomb uh, wants to know who's winning a three-hour tournament. You or me? I mean, three-hour a three-hour derb, Pat or Seth, and who weighs what? Oh, I mean, you're a professional. I, know. I, I think it would be. You'll smash me. Especially when you got the periscope. Yeah. And I have a very short attention span. Yeah. yeah. Like I'll be on the phone one yeah. second or doing snack. And you surprised me a couple times today. What's that? I'll just, I mean, there's a 
We well, were all on the phone. Well, I was working. I understand that. Yeah, I, mean, I understand. So, like I wasn't catching anything either. You know what it, I mean? Like it was kind of like, oh, here's a little water right here. I figured but, you'd be like, oh. But I still moneyed up. And you did. And I got and I got my work done. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair and enough. bullshit. <laughs> so yeah, Seth would win and he would weigh like five times as much as me. Unless he was like really sick or something. Like he had he had eaten that uh white tail raw and had six white rushes. Tri- sharp tail. White tail, not deer. Don't hear <laughs> all right. Okay, so there's that one. Uh all right. Um go ahead. Gingy, put you put some up now. Go back. Let's go back to the ginge ninja. Get some on the screen there. Boom, 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 boom. Any oh. interest in fishing the Northern Opens next year? Oh, look uh, at you. That's from Lauren Janet. Lauren Janet. That's a good uh, one. Yeah. I, I, I think I'm going to sign up for the Northern Opens. There's two of them within three hours of my house. It's just stupid for me not to. Even though I think we get kind of the elite guys will get kind of jacked on practice at one of them, but whatever. And that's Leech Lake. Yep. Claire. Saint Claire. And what's the other one? Lacrosse. 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 Holy shnikes. Now you've wanted two of those. Two and a half hours at my house. Leech is right three, three and a half hours from my house. And then St. Clair's only what, seven hours or Whatever it is, not that far. Yeah, it seems natural. It's really close for national derbs, anyways. It's <laughs> so this is from Tots Fish. Do you know Tots Fish? I mean, is that a screen name? I don't know. His I mean, maybe name is Tots. I guess, but it, it sounds like he might know you okay. with this question. It says, "When's the?" Oh, it says Tot Man. Totman. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. What's when's the next Booyah Flip Stuff Garage tournament? We already answered that one. Oh, you did? I was gone. I, I don't oh, sorry. Oh, okay. I like that one. We need to do it again. Okay. <laughs> so you guys had? Did you tell the whole story too? You had a Booyah Flip Stuff deal? It's like a, a, Well, I answered the question up there. I didn't go real deep on it, but yeah. Was it a, like a wild night? Uh, uh, it was a fun night. I wouldn't say it was too crazy, but yeah, we were. A uh, buddy of mine's got a cabin on the lake that we were fishing a local tournament on, and we were staying out there, and uh, yeah, we we're hanging out in the garage like bass fishermen do. <laughs> and then, said, was there any betting involved? I don't think so. Cash <laughs> wise, anyway, it's just uh, okay. Uh, Ginge, go ahead, pop them up. What do we got? He's uh, Ginger's the best. He's the best damn producer in bass fishing. PP. Pork trailers are trying to make a comeback. Are you in? I mean, I do like the shape of a pork frog. Um, I don't know if I'm going straight back pork. What? Hook up percentage? Yeah, I think. Afraid it's going to go over the hook. I know it can. Yeah, I mean that was a problem. It might have. If a regular. Plastic chunk does it. You can still get them. You ain't you ain't double popping a frog. Yeah, it ain't it ain't going through no. the. Uh, so I, I'm probably out. I, I don't. I mean, I think a regular plastic chunk does everything you need it to. Maybe I'm wrong. But well, I mean, I we kind of witnessed it before, yeah. too. But even think about this on a plastic chunk. How many? T- you, there is times even where you've set the hook and that has hindered you from actually yeah. hooking the fish. So five million percent. Yeah. A pork rind. 
um, it was a big problem for those uh, that that haven't fished uh, pork in yeah. the past. Keep coming, Ginch. Yeah. Let's let's uh, let's do let's do like what do you want to do? Ten more minutes. We've been going been going since seven o'clock. It's a two and a half hour show. All right. Oh my God! I know. See, you love this stuff. All right. It's <laughs> it's time flies when you're having fun. All right. Let's pop up a couple more here, and I know Jin just got stuff to do, so we're all right. Um, how does Seth handle hole poachers? I like that one. I mean, what can you do? What do you mean? You handle it on the water. You handle it off the water. You do. You do nothing. I'm telling me to use that word. Yeah, you know, tell him he's unproper, but does it matter? Mean, no, it doesn't. And <laughs> trying to associate those people. I don't have a lot of problems with it on the least. All right. What about on a local hole? Would you give him a piece of your mind? Yeah, but uh, some of the stuff, I don't know. It's tough. I mean, yeah, we've had, trust me, we've had got into it before on talk and stuff before, but. Oh, here's a good one. This is from one. This is from uh, one-legged Dave Anderson. Okay, you know one-legged Dave. Yeah, I do. Okay. <laughs> uh, so he said, um, "One-legged Dave wants to know uh, when are you going shed hunting again?" Oh, uh, I mean, it's gonna be. Probably... He hasn't been with him since he lost his leg. Yeah, he oh, said. Man, him used to get after it. Yeah. Uh, I only go about like once a year anymore. Okay. So it's kind of a bad time of year for me with fishing and stuff, which you wouldn't think so, but um, yeah. Prep work. But yeah, we should get out. We should get out. There, uh, there you go, Dave. There it is. Hey, um, would you rather have a gas sponsorship or a cigarette? Yeah, you did that one? Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, let's see. Ben Bourgeon says, what is the talk? About you and Matt Robertson, what happened between you and Matt? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I got one of that. Okay. Questions asked. I heard his feelings. Okay. I got gotcha. you. All right. We'll we'll leave it at that. Yeah. We'll we'll leave it at that. All right. Let's field a couple more, and then uh, we're gonna have to call it. Yeah. We're gonna have to call it, and the scales will be closed. Yeah. All right. Let's get a couple more up. Andy Croston said, "Are you still?" On the 30 pound braid to 20 floral for flipping. Pretty much, yeah. 30 to 20. Yeah. Okay, that's the ratio. That's my deal. I don't use that stiff rod and I'll lock my drag. So, okay, I got it. The, the rod you're, so that's the 7'3. Seven, 7 you're, foot. 7 foot, you're still flipping the middle. Yeah. That's that medium, medium heavy one? Yeah. Oh, and you were having some different lengths built to experiment with. Is that why I'm confused? I was trying to build like my own signature one, but. Uh, um, that's all I've got right yet. So, in your opinion, the seven foot rod in milfoil is just as efficient lengthwise. I think so. As a seven three, seven six, seven nine, people use seven so. eleven. Yeah. Okay. So that leverage thing is fictitious. No, but it's seven foot's plenty enough to get. Okay. To get them, I see you do it. I mean, so yeah, we were catching them in the pistol grip of the mill. Yeah, we sure will. <laughs> we sure will. Maybe it's better to go shorter. I don't know. Five and I a half lost, footer. I'll tell you this right now: I've lost more on an eight footer in the mill foil than I have on a 
five and a half foot pistol grip with seventeen pound mono. Yeah. <laughs> Insane. Insane. All right, two more questions. We're closing it down. What do you think? All right, let's. Do we got? Uh oh. I think Just about it. The scales are closed. A lot of, oh, lot of. Closing the scale. A lot of sinker questions, but we're over those. Uh, no sanko, no sanko or sinker questions. Sorry. Uh, and black, blue, and There's green no pumpkin. Not. Yes, yeah. that's those are great uh, questions and great colors. Yeah. I'm uh, I'm running through here, making sure, double checking, and I think we're gonna close the scales. Well, good. Wow, dude, that was a fun show. Yeah. I, I, I liked having Easton on. He was awesome. Uh, Your friend sent in some amazing questions. Uh, and uh and uh yeah, man, and uh, to everybody out there viewing, all you uh all you uh, fans of the People's Champ, thanks for um for putting in your questions, man. This is Seth's favorite part when he comes on a bath and talk show. We got to give away a Pedro Rock. Okay. And we have to give uh, away the tin cup uh, fun box. So, um, Ginge, why don't you, can you just text him to me and then uh, I'll just show him to Seth on my phone, I guess, here. Uh, we put through the randomizer, uh, the viewers of tonight's show. We had a like and share contest. One from Seth's dad, Pedro Fighter. He's giving away a lucky pocket rock. And the other one is from uh, our advertising partner, Tin Cup Whiskey. So, uh, all right, we'll uh, we'll get the winners of the uh, two cheap. Uh, but hey, uh, I got to go to Omnia tomorrow. I, I, I've never done done a uh, video with Omnia before. Yeah. No, I mean, me and you have done stuff over there before, but I've never done a solo one. Right. Am I gonna be okay? I so. Should I just talk and stuff? Do yeah. lots of talking and and everything else? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I remember this guy too because he's first off, um, he is a, a loyal Straycaster, and this is the gentleman that asked you about the pistol grip ride in the uh, original questions here, and that's John Broadbent. Oh, yeah, you won the uh, Pedro Fighter Rock. Congratulations! Very strong name. John Broadbent, straight cast viewer. Pistol grip and MF. Ain't it? All right, he won the rock. All right, Ginger's randomizing. Uh, and uh, we're getting, we got the tin cup pack uh, coming up next. The tin cup extravaganza fun box is. Chris Blank. Chris Blank. I know Chris Blank. Do you know Chris? I do. He won it. Oh, yeah. He won it. Oh, yeah. Yes. All right. So John Broadbent and uh, Chris Blank, just send your information to the uh, Stray Cast uh, Facebook page. Uh, direct message us, and uh, Jr. Rock and Show Fantasy is going to get that uh, information to uh, Pedro and to Luke Foley. And uh, thanks for liking and oh, yeah. you know what I mean. Hey, um, this has been another. Uh, Stray Cast show, and uh, we got some wing dingers uh, worked up the next uh, few weeks. Yeah. Uh, right now, I'll tell you, next week is Mike Iaconelli, and the week after that, KVD, and then some more surprises. So, uh, oh, yeah, we're, we're going wild, yeah. and then I might take a little time off again, you know, and let's yeah. go, let's go bass, let's go to an exotic location. 
good. Hey, are we gonna are we gonna go to um to Texas this year in vacation in the spring instead of Florida? Good. I mean, is it like because you're not going to Florida first, yeah. and that's usually why we it's end up in. Warm. Yeah, well, it's gonna be cold. I know, but like, Scope, what are we Scope. gonna? What are we gonna do? Go to Scope. It's all Scopey. Scopey. Is it super Scopey at that Scope-y. time? What am I gonna do? I can't flip. Actually, I got a big screen, so maybe you can see it from the back. You got that new 22, or oh, that thing's badass, too. So you can scope from the back. I could be a back scalper. Yeah. <laughs> so, is that what you want to do? You want to go to Texas instead of Florida? I mean, you got to start the season yeah, there. I'll be. And I think, and we should go see Uncle Dan. We could go flip a day with Uncle Dan. Probably need to. We're going to do that. You know what I mean? That's going to be good for the soul. Yeah. That's the plan. Uh, Sorry, so there it is. All right. You mean Lenny? Okay, yeah, yeah. Lenny Rower. Yeah. <laughs> there it is. Hey, uh, this has been another Straight Cast Show. Andrew Ellenberger, you are the best damn redheaded producer in bass fishing. Thank you so much. Uh, engineer Dayton Fighter, thank you for getting this deal uh, set up here tonight. Rock and Shoal Fantasy uh, on the chat board. Outstanding job. And again, to all our amazing advertising partners that make this show happen. Um, I bid you peace. And peace, I bid you. See you next week. Right here. Straight cast. Peace. Hello, everybody. I'm Bill Dance. No, just kidding. This is Pat. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to Straycast on iTunes and leave a review. Tell us what you think. Any feedback is greatly appreciated. Thanks for listening. Peace.